Bow! What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in to the Nick Listen. and Mal Show. I am Nick Johnson, one half of the Nick and Mal Show. And to the left of me is my brother, Malcolm Stowe. Guala. The second half of the Nick and Mal Show. If you had interrupted me one more time, I would have really slapped you. <laughs> like, real shit. Like, if y'all don't... Y'all, obviously, you y'all see that it. That would have been fair. I tried to start the podcast you, you three times. You think you would me? Your hand wouldn't even get up. You, you think I'm scared to fight you in that it's way? It's not even being scared. No you just, you just know the principles. Like, wow, all, all wow. y'all are good people yeah, here. This is my first time. Y'all about to get it. Yo, you really can't, can't do shit. shit. <laughs> it's weak. What happened? You really won't do shit. <laughs> for, for me to put my and first hands, of all, if you rose, if you rose your hand to Mally's face, he would have caught would, that, that shit. Would, that wouldn't happen. Not he would have bent your arm the other way, snapped it, bone would have came out. You would have fell there, and we would just continued on. With the podcast. Yeah, so Paul got to speak for you now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because Nick's not here. He's on the floor crying. Oh, wow. Oh, That's crazy. Shit. Oh, no. That's an Paul, intro. No, what? I'm saying Paul got to reenact on what you would do to me if hey, you would yep. put your hand up. Oh, that's right. But the thing is, on some real shit, like, all of you guys here are very good people. You guys are very fun. You guys are very chipper. I think that's a Long Island in you. You're very chipper. Okay. Okay. I don't I know that. what it would take that. for me to that. fight y'all. Like, what, what would Malcolm have to do for me to literally try to beat him up? Knowing me, knowing my personality, my temperament, what would Malcolm have to do for me to beat him up? Uh, maybe deny sex from you. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Well, that's rape. I don't want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's I don't no, want to put no that out there. No, but no, ladies no, and gentlemen, no, 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 we, we didn't no. even introduce our guests. Y'all know Bala. We got Bala yeah. in the building. This is his fourth time shout on the Nick and Mal shout Show. Shout out Bala. Shout out Bala. And we also got a very special individual, a fan of the Nick and Mal Show, a photographer by, by trait. Yes. Ah, I guess, yeah. Paul. Let's get it. Facts. Skrilla P in the building. Skrilla P, where you get that name from? Honestly, my cousin gave it to me. Mm. Yeah. He thought you was gonna be a rapper. I mean, you heard the you heard the tracks, the what Malcolm that was oh, when he yeah. was on it. Remember? Wait, remember? that was you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That. I didn't know that. Here, you got some coffee. So you like Don't my verse? Don't drink too much. Like, the last time you, I gave you coffee, you was trimming. Yo, did you like my verse? Because honestly, like you like ruined my whole day. The way you reacted to my song. His verse was fire No Malcolm snapped Me and Malcolm got into a fight when he, Really? I, I don't remember any of it Because it was a bad he It was bad out. He blacked out <laughs> It was a bad situation But maybe Why? you play for us again After this nah, shit You uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <We> got to <laughs> No fight. That was like one of like the The first songs I think like, I ever recorded my voice on yeah. And I was talking to, to Scala Ooh, I'm gonna call you by your real name. Put your uh, government out there, because uh, uh, I really know this guy. I really know this guy. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Everybody calls him Bala. I used to. It was math. The way I met Scala was like really funny. How'd you guys Bala. meet? In school. How did we meet? First time I we saw were on this Xbox, man, but like on Xbox, yeah, I never I knew, knew this him man before <laughs> you know, on Xbox before anything. And I would see him around school. I didn't like this man. Wow. I did not like him. <laughs> Because he had his gla thick ass glasses in like sixth grade. I was very judgmental. <laughs> and I was like, yo. But then he would walk by and everybody would be like, ah, this guy's weak. This guy's weak. And I was like, I'm weak. You were telling me that anybody that's funny ballet hates us. See? Thank he's you. Right, he Thank the funniest nigga in the world. Thank you. And by the way, you're a funny guy. Yeah, do you, you, you want to tell Bal's the people funny. the bit that you came up with when you was in uh, Connecticut? What bit? The Connecticut bit. The limping bit. Oh, I didn't come up with that then. That's just part of my set. Oh, you've been had that. Been had that. Ooh. Oh, wait, wow, you're wow. lying. Nah, I've been had that. Uh. 
and I wasn't trailing, right? No, no, no you wasn't capping at all. So <laughs> basically, if Bow is not going to tell bit? the joke, What's he has a, a, bit? He has a tell, joke. I, don't tell I mean, I, I, I can't remember it, but basically, is that all the old, well, everybody in Connecticut limps, right? <laughs> That's basically the joke, everybody. right? Oh, wait, you. You told me the story about I it. I went to Connecticut one time. Oh, yeah. Walked around town. And I was just like, yo, that was... people are weird out here. So now we're sitting in a diner. Yo, it was weird. Oh, oh First my. of all, we can I tell you the story. I heard the story. He told me the story. So dude is tripping, right? But everyone right that walks in, it's like a three to five ratio of motherfuckers <laughs> limping. And mind <laughs> you, Ballard told us a joke like a few, like I like, 30 on the minutes drive earlier there. on the drive there I'm like wow this dude is genius <laughs> Com- comedic genius untapped a white he, Dave he Chappelle let's not drag it let's not drag it let's not drag it that Joe Rogan nah. but um you remember so so we're in a diner right mm-hmm. and it was weird so this is a story, and honestly, yeah, I was honestly scared, bro. Because I don't know if it's watching movies or being from Trinidad, and like I like. So let me explain the story. So it's a guy sitting across from us, and he's quiet at first. I don't think we even realized he was there. I had no idea. Right? Seems like a regular guy. Like Paul could could have been the guy <laughs> sitting yeah. over there, yeah. and then all of a it's sudden, funny. the the waitress walks up to him and asks him. What do you want? And he looks at her yeah. and he says, "You." Oh man. my god! And then everyone. But this is after minutes of him begging the other waitress to get this younger waitress over to there. come over to right. come oh, over. Right. He's like, "I want her. I want her." That's her. so scary. It's, yo, it was weird. Especially for the, the for the waitress down, for the waitress. Yeah. Oh my! I don't even understand why they called her over there. When he to told me that yeah, story, that was, he told me that story. Was, I was like, was "Yo, oh that, my man. god!" There was really. Okay, so this is the thing. We're not from there, right? And everyone else in the diner was super calm with it. So we're guessing this happens all the time. Nah, I don't think so. If not, this is weird that you have a guy... I'm not going to say sexually harassing because the guy was clearly mentally not there. He was mentally he not be, there and looked like he was on something, too. He looked, Yeah, he looked like he's been on something for years and his brain is just scrambled Soup. eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It definitely doesn't happen just because it's in Connecticut. You ever seen that political uh, um, commercial when they're like, this is your brain on drugs and they drop the egg into oh a frying pan <laughs> that's how I'm trying to be though <laughs> <laughs> that's what egg. they mean when you say you're on fraud that boy Mally <laughs> yo y'all niggas don't listen yo, come Kondria. on son come, come on, on son come on son don't go over your head Shit, don't, don't go, go to geometry heads. class I can't think straight oh. <laughs> I'm out of here stupid geometry straight lines Ooh. come on but Mally is Mally radius. But yeah, so I, I, I was genuinely, I was de- first of all, I know it's a lot of us here right now. Let's not talk over each other. It doesn't sound good on right. radio. I know we're having a good time, but we said, <laughs> of course, of course, right? we we got to get back to the story about before Ballard was saying the how diner. he hate oh, how, that's, that's how he hate on me because I'm funnier than because I'm funnier than him. We're jumping. We're yeah, jumping. We all over <laughs> <laughs> this is your idea. But but but. So the guy is, I want her, I want her. And then it goes on for like another 20 minutes where this guy is just hell bent on getting to see this waitress who's not giving him the time of day. Like now it's a weird situation. Like it's weird for everyone involved. He a guy comes in, tries to get him out, who I thought was a security guard at first. <laughs> Turns out it was his friend. Right? He had a badge on. I had a badge on. The guy leaves him. That's yeah. And then the, the 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 guy, the mentally ill guy, comes back asking for the girl, offers him her, her watch. Yo. Great gesture, by the way. 
Great. Hold up. <laughs> Shit, by Yo, the way. When he pulled up, he reached in his pocket for oh. it. I was like, yeah, I was getting the funny, ready to The, f- the, the funny part about that is, too. from the first time he said, I want you, and he's acting weird, I'm on the Why edge would you of bring my the waitress? Edge. Why would you let him like pick who he wanted to serve him? Right. He, was, he wasn't trying that? to get served. He was just trying to hit on her. Yeah, true. But why? I don't wasn't know. Wasn't she asking him? Because I know the story already. Ballot told it to me. But... The, shouldn't she ask like what, what do you want like what are you trying mm-hmm. to order yeah and then he says I want you yeah so then it's just like no like you have to order food or you have to get out they, he was standing there and oh, he, he's like so he wasn't even like, sitting he wasn't seated he wasn't seated what what he's he, he's not able to he's not able to have a conversation to comprehend anything like right. his brain is literally scrambled oh, eggs like yeah like two words he he might be able to muster up two words and that's it see so I, I thought <laughs> for some, am I, I thought he was seated I thought he was seated he was seated at first okay and then he the, eventually his big friend came in and talked him out for oh, 30 for many, 10 minutes it seemed barely. like just begging him to get out but oh he's my. trying to be cause it's a small quiet diner he's not wow, trying to get yeah, out wow yeah yeah but everyone can it's still loud in the diner <laughs> everyone's uh, everyone's listening this diner no, especially when you walked in, everybody's grilling. Mm-hmm. Bro, these two older dudes. People walked look out. like. So what type of in, diner man? was that? There was a lot of stuff going on, man, at yeah. that diner. It's obviously a racist spot. <laughs> Why you say that? In a weird spot. It's in. And it's we, in CT. When we went in there, the two older gentlemen like, "I'm leaving. I'm leaving." Yeah. As soon and as then one guy, the, one of the older guys, he said he was just chilling, and then the other dude was like, "Yo, we're out of here." That's so. Yeah, it was weird vibes. Weird. It, that's the thing Weird vibes Weird. Just don't feel right That's just the bar For can I, can I cut <laughs> Creatures up What's there. that yeah, The, the Spanish Instagram dude uh, Got uh, whatever Garcia Where he's like First time in Connecticut And then he spelled it like With an R On his story And it's bad funny Cause That's how you pronounce Like Connecticut Like Dominicans <laughs> <laughs> So like, they're like Yo, Yo This is hilarious So I, I wanna give these dudes A shout out What's the podcast name With the Dominican dude um, Oh the Bodega Boys here? Nah The dudes that be here No the, this, We be making fun Of these dudes Oh I don't know <laughs> Yo, Yo is that the, the The people that be in here Just making mad Gun sound Just stuff Nah, nah, nah. They don't, They're in Florida I don't know their yeah, That's Florida, so funny The invitation had me crying It's called Fuck I forgot the name Of the podcast But this dude Cannot speak no English But he oh, has a podcast shit. In English And all of his words Is pronounced like that. Yo What's that radio uh, You ever seen the video Where the guy calls it To the radio That he's like Can you uh, play the song Reebok or Nike And the DJ like Is racking his brain He's like So Reebok Or so Nike and then he plays like this one song. I know who said this, like, it's a rhythm of the night. That song, the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just agreeing it. Yo, no, it, that was a song like the DJ. He just that DJ deserves an award. Crazy he called in and just said something crazy. Hit his ear for music was so good that he was able to like know translate the song. He's like, son Reebok or so Nike. The guy's like, Reebok or Nike? Then he's like, son Aesta. Then it's like, it's the rhythm of the night. Oh. And that song. And the guy's like, yeah, he was hype. And it's a dude that speaks no English whatsoever. But he's heard that song and was like, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> so Reebok, so nice. Yeah, and the guy's like, hmm, brother, no say. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the story of how you guys met, of, of uh, Bala hating on you. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I was so just funny. like, uh, that's how I. That was junior high stuff. But then. He's the reason why I played football, though, why I started playing yeah. football. Like, he was so, like, I got hurt playing soccer, and then he was like, yo, you need to try out. Because eventually we met in school. How do we meet, though? We were in gym together. Yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Y'all play Xbox together, right? 
you, or apparently you said you like I was in parties and I didn't I didn't yeah. know who he was. I don't know. But I, then one time yo, Paul your, walks your by. Gamer, his gamer tag was was funny money. It was a uh, big Elwood, and I'm like, who? Big Elwood. I, I love <laughs> I loved Longwood. <laughs> hey yo, big Elwood. <laughs> now you, both of you working there. <laughs> That's a fact. We love. And I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Hey, come on. But uh, great. The alma. We would play, and then one time we were in the hallway, and he's like walking. He's like, "Yo, you're Big Elwood," and I was like, ah, "Yeah, <laughs> Kid Fresh." <laughs> that's my, <laughs> yo, that's twenty three. That, that's a funny email. That's a funny email. Like when people ask for like an email like that, I don't care about. It's like my old screen names. Like, what are some of your old screen names that you had that are probably mad funny? Like my first one was Lil T Mac. Wow. And then my cousin used to make funny like, yo, you little T crack like a butt crack. Uh, fuck up. I'm like, damn. I'm like 11 years old. Like I thought the screen name was fire. Which <laughs> is my favorite player at the time. Mine was like Mother Buddha or something like that. Uh, what was Mine was Techie Beef. Oh my god. <laughs> and that was a computer generated name. <laughs> Techie beef. The algorithm been yeah, the algorithm been sus. Hell yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I played with you on Techie Beef before. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yo, I was just actually I was listening to a podcast on the way here. It was like talking about how the algorithm like that they're making and stuff is like racist and stuff like that. Because what the data is based off of is like stuff in the past. For real? Uh, yeah. It was really interesting to listen to. But what do you mean it's racist? Like the, the, the so algorithm. They had one uh I can't think of the one right now, but the one that's coming to right now is about, about the women. And it was like a resume generator. And they had anything that could qualify a woman or like recognize as a woman, they would rank lower on the algorithm. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Mm. So that's why I made that joke. Like the algorithm been sus because sus, it like as a joke, but Ooh. it was techie beef. <laughs> techie beef is valid. I had a technical beef. I was very technical with the Ooh. beef. You know what I mean? What was it? I'm view? Oh, I do y'all remember IMVU? No. I am what is you? It was like a virtual game where you would be like in a room, right? Like what? for example, you could enter a room like this and it would be other people, but they would have avatars, right? But it's real humans. But it's, you know how like uh, club playing club penguin has penguins? Yeah. This is like real. You create uh, your own humans. humans. You get them fly as fuck. <laughs> On some weird shit. I was always a fat kid. My avatar had abs. <laughs> <laughs> but like I really felt sexy or wild. <laughs> Yeah, but what's the difference between that and today with social media? There's none. Nothing. Even though the graphics were so terrible, where it looked like someone did it with a like a four year old with a crayon, they just like (laughs) put it up to like a screen. Right. Still made you feel good. No funny. I envy you. If y'all don't know, I envy you. Go Google it. It was the first. I don't remember that though. It's the first two K where you could get get your tats, get your fits. Wow. Whatever the case may be, it was cool. Creating another identity for yourself, no matter where it is, is like really. Cool for the human, wow. like mind. If you think about it, wait, what'd you say? Like creating another identity for yourself is so like normal to us that That's we do so it in video games and you do it like in real life. It's so hard to make your own identity in real life. Well, it's so easy in the video. GTA, game. you're able to change your clothes and customize yourself. Yeah. 2K, all the games that you play, you can put yourself in the game, and then not like when you like when you talk about Neuralink, like you're literally putting yourself in the game. Mm-hmm. When you like get the chip in there, so it's just technology advancing. But I, I, I was reading something, right? I forgot what it was exactly. But let's say, for example, um, what Ninja? 
He, I would say he lives most of his life online. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you was to meet Ninja and didn't talk about video games, you'd probably be like, yo, this guy is weird or he's, you know what I mean? He's his hair's like, dyed. He's got, like, blue hair. Oh, he looks like some skinny yeah. dude. What is he? He's, like, 6'1". Six, six he's probably pretty tall because I think yeah. I've seen him in a picture next to Nobody's Neymar. Nobody's seen He's never left his house. No, he he's, he was, like, at All-Star <laughs> Weekend, I'm pretty sure. So he's a perfect example. With him, is his online life his real life? He's just really good at video games, and he streams himself on Twitch, and he just, like... Gives reactions that I guess people really like. Like he's really good, and then they're like, "I relate to the way he's reacting to." He's a Twitch streamer, so that's all he does. He just films himself. So what I'm saying though, for someone like him, is it cool for him to be like, "Yo, my," for example, like let's say, and we 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 can use this again to the Bobby Smurder discussion. Like I think Bobby Smurder and Roddy Rebel, they're cool people in real life, yeah, and that's why you see the love, right? And that's a part of the rap game and. Just being a celebrity that's left out, right? Mm-hmm. You have a, a character that you portray, right? But then all these people meet you in real life, and that's why a lot of rappers are taken back when they're like, yo, I met Homeboy, and he wasn't who I thought he was, mm-hmm. right? So for Ninja, right? We don't get into that discussion, but for Ninja, he's this <laughs> wow. cool guy that everyone loves. Is it wrong for him to interpret that as his real life, as what he wants to be, an online character? That This is me. Mm-hmm. I'm an online but- character instead of... I'm more proud of that part of myself than who I am if you were to meet me in he's a He's not, bar. That's what he gets paid for. But he's, he's not, though. Like, anyone, the, the same way anyone can start a podcast and get money off of it and have people relate to who they are because of what they're mm, good at, true. it's the same thing with Ninja because all he does is stream himself and he's really good at video games. Like, how many people do you know that play video games are nasty? But he's able to put the camera on him and he has... Be entertaining. Yeah, wow. he has millions of viewers. And Think, all he's doing is just reacting to it and cursing, but he's nasty. This People is, watching to get better and everything. That's a great point, bro. Like, the fact... First of all, we we, we do podcasts. You've done... Multiple. Yeah. You know carrying a story, carrying a conversation is very difficult, mm-hmm. right? To play your game at the top level and do that... That can be easy. Facts. For right? hours. A lot of people, when yeah. they play video games, they're locked in. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? This dude is the best Fortnite player or whatever the game may be. And he's building, doing building. a podcast at the same time, essentially. He's the first oh, video game superstar. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, they, Crash if you, Bandicoot if you watch Twitch mouth, streamers, nigga. they like talk, they what? talk to the fans. <laughs> the? Twitch streamers, they talk to their fans in the chat. They say, you oh, know, yeah. put a two in the chat. If you want to get two kills in a row, do something crazy. Facts. Mm. You can really get interactive and if you're nasty. Read, you, and it, they can read the really, comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so also, imagine if you did a podcast and you could read the comments. I've listened to podcasts that are like that where they have like a troll room. We could do a live stream. Be, I personally wouldn't want to There's a lot of different things you can do in the like with podcasts. I think it ruins the experience because I, I think the dope part about our podcast, well, most people's podcasts is that you're just talking with your friends. If you have that extra thing there, now you're talking to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, I heard Rogan say, that's why he never has an audience. Because mm. Rogan could perform in front of an audience, but now he's performing instead of having a conversation. What is, like, the... Do you have, like... Do you know how many people listen to your podcast or watch it? Like, the different numbers? So your um, YouTube views compared to, like, your <clears throat> podcast listens? <laughs> but, yo, when y'all tune into the Nick and Mal show, right, make sure y'all comment, like, subscribe, right? That's number one. And also give us five-star rating on uh, yeah, Apple yeah. Podcasts and Spotify. Mm-hmm. That helps out. That helps yeah, out. Yeah, we need those. We need those numbers. We need those What's numbers. the numbers, though? I'm doing that right now. Because I'm a big fan, in. and I love to listen to your podcast. You don't like watching it? I do, but because I'm on the go do. all the time, and I love listening to podcasts, I just added you into my library, and I'm just like, all my breaks. I didn't know you could Going wherever. 
Yeah, you could rate on Spotify. For me to sit down and like watch a YouTube video, I'd rather listen to it if there's really no need to watch it. But this one I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna sit down and, and watch myself. I don't I don't watch podcasts either because that's time consuming. The the dope part about podcasts is kind of like in my car, uh, on the move, doing anything you could listen to it. But everyone has a different flavor. That's a fact. Yeah. All right, so here's the numbers we get around twenty twenty five audio. Okay. Um, views it depends on what's going on. If it's a Nick and Mal show, like I said, make sure y'all comment, like, subscribe on everything. That's so fire. You know, uh, around that's a let's fact. say a hundred. Yeah. And then if it's an interview, it could go from. 300 plus That's so YouTube dope YouTube views? You know, yeah YouTube What yeah, about the, the audio chat, You said 20 20 so, yeah, so, so the video content For you is very And your video content Is lit Yeah because YouTube Does a good job Just adding your, You're pushing it So that's another thing That's why we definitely Want you guys to Rate our uh, Spotify And um And Apple Podcast Reason being is because You could get it's, uh, Apple Podcast Does the same thing too Mm. You know, and and, and um, Spotify. So cool. Yeah, I love the podcast and stuff. Like yeah. all my friends are having like, the different ways you can put it out there. It's so interesting because if you if you think about podcasting, like in the conversations that are being had, it's like the really the last of free speech. We're mm. sitting down and we're putting our thoughts and like what we could research into a digital format. And if the way censorship is going, how long is this yeah, going to be around? For? Yeah, how long is it going to be around for? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'm about to get real political. No, 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 that's interesting. That's not even political. That's a fact. But it, but they'll make it political at some point. Absolutely. My thing is like, um, bow, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Nick and Mouse Show. We had to take a quick break. Let's get into what Ballad got because I actually like this idea. The Pete introduced the, the, the segment to the people. All right. <clears throat> By the way, we got to do this every single time you come on the show now. Yeah. Peak and Pits of the Week. We don't want to steal it. it and do it without you. Because you might get okay. us with some copyright infringement. <laughs> not. Meg Williams would get copyright infri- infringement. Shout if out. She, uh, she, she created this. Good friend, good friend. I don't know if she created but she put me on. So go around, ask you your Peak and Pits of the Week. You can do it for the day, too, if you want. But, but to do it amongst your group of friends is something that is probably very advantageous to like the social surrounding that you're doing because you're being honest with yourself like what did you think was bad about mm-hmm. your week and then something that was good so you're being realistic and then you're being grateful mm-hmm. and there's plenty of space to open up for like plenty of things to open discussion you know and get into more that's going on in other lives and this is off the top yeah. of the head so who wants to go first you got it i go first so should i start with peaker pitch should i give you guys the good or the bad Whatever you want. Okay, I'll go at the peak of my week first. So, the peak of my week, right? So, my thing, I feel like I'm not a very responsible person. Like, I I forget a lot of things. And, um, you know what I mean? Sometimes I forget it for the fact that it slips my head. Or sometimes I just don't give a fuck about doing certain things that I know I have to do. <laughs> yeah, you, you could just, just forget about stuff. But there have been times in my life where I've been very responsible and I've been on top of it. For, but for me, it's more like a mode. Mm-hmm. So no funny shit. The highest I've felt all week, I went to Staples. Shout out to um, Aunt. Aunt has like a, a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And it was, I'm like, that's what I need. I need a whiteboard in my house. Like I need a whiteboard in my room. Yeah. So I went to Staples. I copped a whiteboard. I copped this book right here. And I felt. Come on, show the book right here. It's a plan. And I, I'll show y'all what it's like too. So. You could um It's nice, man. It's nice. Wow. You 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 it's honestly it's dope because you could really structure it to be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Like you could take notes on here if you want to, if you have an idea to mm-hmm. jot down. Like a but notebook. If you, 
like a notebook. Okay. What's or, that on the top? The writing? Are those a mu- the days? Yeah. So you could you create the the the, the calendar. Oh, wow. it's so efficient, right? Wow. Instead of putting a calendar, you create your calendar. So you circle February 29th. Ooh. And you know what date it is. Wow. Right? Instead of just writing the date. Wow. Let Real me see how small it is. That's because my vision bad. So much <laughs> I, oh, I so he has all the numbers. All the numbers. Wow. All the months, so you could just be glasses. like, oh, it's not January. Something that's going to happen in August. Open it up. Boom. And, wow. put, and put that in. So, need that. Need that. Need so, that. What's that called? What's like the actual. It can't be. Is that a planner? Notebook. Notebook. A planner, and someone just made that concept for someone that's a neurotic. That's called a standard issue notebook. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh it's, oh, it's called a handy bullet page. See, because it is handy. Handy, right. dandy notebook. Handy. Shout so out to Blue's Clues. So basically, this along with my whiteboard, it being able to because uh, y'all know I love writing stuff. Yeah, I, I love writing. So you know what you need to invest in then the whiteboard calendar because that's what I have in my room. Mm, yeah, that's we filling up fire. notebooks. That's all we do out here. We oh, fill man. out notebooks. Oh, bro. We fill out notebooks. Wow. Like that's this, that's, that's just the start of the Mally game. got a book. Mm, I don't got a book. Don't I feel nothing. unprepared. Come on, bro. <laughs> if, if fucking uh, if if uh, that's up. If it's a lot of greats out here, and this is going off topic real quick, it's a lot of greats out here that get epiphanies, and if they had let it slide, they wouldn't have been greats. That's why it's good to write down your your ideas, because we all, yep. all we are all genius people. Yeah, I wrote down my ideas last night. I couldn't sleep. I was really excited to be on the show. Come on, you, you <laughs> look excited. I, I told you, man. This is that. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, that boy, Paul is on my Adderall, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's starstruck. He said, "You look excited." Facts. I'm so happy. How much caffeine you put in your coffee? I, I have it black, straight black, straight <laughs> black. Funny. Come on, <laughs> that's so Come funny. On. But basically, that was a tired <laughs> over there. But basically, that was a high, that, that was a high point of my week. You know what I mean? Copping that whiteboard, copping this book, and I've literally, been, <laughs> I literally, I've literally been on top of my shit since you. Feel me? So I would say that's one thing, and 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 you can use this as a teachable moment, people. Whether you are responsible or not, I mean, I guess everyone is somewhere on the spectrum. But having something to keep you, what was the word to keep you um, organized? Yeah. Organized yeah. is very beneficial. The importance of writing down your thoughts is so so so. Writing down your it, task, also. everything, everything. I, Another epiphany that I so had, important, so important. and this is why I went and copped this book. I'm like, I should, we should all live our lives task-based. We Definitely. should all judge ourselves based on how many tasks we complete within a day. I actually seen that from Nate. Nate dropped the video, and he was like, yo, don't judge yourself based on how long you work. Because we can bullshit, especially with social media. You could get lost doing a task. Oh, I just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And an hour you on social media doing bullshit for 40 minutes of it. How many tasks are you completing? And that's change my motor because now it's like okay you get a task done okay let's fit another one in what else can you get done around the house what else can you get done for the podcast so they've done studies on the importance of what it is to write something down and what it does to your brain and motivating you to do it as well right yeah it's so what you're saying is hits right on that point because that's what when you when you say you forget when you write things down they just say it just makes you remember it so much better. So that's why you you enjoy it so much. And now you say to change your motor because you're understanding what it does to you. And you're like, I love it. I Bro, love it. And, and, 48 and laws, just buying that is perfect for you. And 48 Laws of Power, I forgot which law it was. It says stand on the, the shoulders of giants. Do what people in the yeah. past did. Every Simple. great motherfucker wrote, bro. That's, that's why they're able to go and find journals 
right? Journals of, of, of a lot of greats writing because maybe it's, it's something, bro. It's something when you write, you force yourself to think and create more more great thoughts. Yeah, just it's like an exercise. It's just an exercise. Like a lot of these things I've written, but I'm not going to pursue a yeah. lot of these things because I'm like, what the hell is this? But it's just the act of sitting there thinking, writing two pages in 10 minutes or whatever. You're just sitting there thinking, thinking. at the same time as writing so you could come up with words off the cuff easier. Yeah, exactly. So when you speak to people... You you've practiced speaking to people. You're by writing. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I've always realized this: comedians are the best podcasters. A lot of comedians. 100%. That's why Steve Harvey and all of them they host all these shows. They are the best at talking. But why? that's why we're all because the best get... at talking because we're all funny. We're all comedians. Uh, <laughs> bro, thank you. I appreciate that. That's why. Uh, that's why we're so good. That's why I was dead ass crying before the podcast. Everyone's gonna be on YouTube like, "Yo, they really weak over there." Yeah, we appreciate. <laughs> they really weak yo, over there. Nah, but but no funny shit though. I think why comedians do such a good job with podcasting because they've been writing. Yeah. Their whole lives, right, Ballard? Mm-hmm. That's what they do. We Guala was hating, but I sent um <laughs> a, a video on Instagram of this this real fat dude, and he was saying like, "Yo, I made it to the top of LA comedy because all I do is write every day." And Guala obviously laughed at the fact that the fact that he was fat because so this nigga doesn't like fat people. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though. So he's talking about practicing every day for comedy, which is good, right? He's the top dog on it, but you couldn't do that to be healthy. But you, you can do that for comedy. Come on! But you can do that to write comedy? down your thoughts and not keep them in your head. Like I don't, I, I'm not into. Oh, so he's probably not into fitness. Nah, but that that should look. But nasty. that's mental fitness for him Bro, writing it I, down. That's, that's, mental, right fitness. that's sure. mental fitness what, for him. What, what, but that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's no, it's not fine. It's Canadian. mental fitness because he's fat and yeah. yo Mal like comed- a lot of comedians are sad people that yeah, don't bro. care about themselves that's why they're out here R. making Nick, jokes R. about R. themselves Nick Farley, and just right? like Nick Farley. making fools of themselves in front of people because they're just like Was it, what's that's a deep way that, to look at it that's really what it is like I, I noticed like my favorite jokes are like of mine are from times when I was like the most sad because yeah. I'm just like looking mm. for things to laugh at but that's what you got to do through my perspective you know Look. I'm like looking at somebody hurt Let's now, look I'm at- making an example but and I'll be like ah that's funny because what if it happened he slipped on a banana Damn. that's an example that's not what it is but <laughs> look, look at the funniest who's the funniest you- comedian of all time Mm, Dave Chappelle for me. Dave Chappelle, right? Dave Let's Hart, show another Kevin, re- <laughs> Kevin Hart, right? I know. Look, anyone that's short, <laughs> anyone that's short, and Dave's a girl who's Any taller than him. Any stocky short man loves Kevin Hart. <laughs> that's that's crazy. But I just want to say that, to your point, Bala, though, yeah. about your you writing the jokes about when you were like the the funniest when you were saddest at the time. There's a really good quote where it's. Life is a tragedy if you feel, and a comedy for those who. Smile. So mm. if you look at life and you're always feeling in a way, then you would think it's a, a tragedy. But if you look at it with a smile on your face with a positive outlook, it's funny to you, life. Mm-hmm. But you're still taking your own reality into it, you know? Mm, and I, I was like, that. wow, that's a really good quote. <laughs> but also the sad times, right? You 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 probably don't find it funny in it then, but when you get over it, you know what I mean? You're probably able to see the funniest. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the funniest comedians. Let's say Richard probably one of the funniest comedians. You know okay. what his joke's about? About him almost dying over those yeah. don't crack. And how did him he die? sucking a dick mistakenly. <laughs> I don't know you how he do that. But, think, but like, <laughs> R.I.P. Richard Pryor, but how did he die? 
he died off of overdosing. Did he? Yeah, pretty much, right? Like, he he had a medical condition from the amount of drugs he was doing, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. So, and we were all laughing at it, but that's, uh, I don't you know. Is that, 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 that just no, proves I didn't laugh at, his death, at him being a comedian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's a comedian. I laughed at him dying. Nah, he was funny, and his jokes, like you said, were about him doing drugs and like all the funny shit he did because he, to get drugs. And he died from drugs. I also think to want to be somebody that wants to stand in front of hundreds of people to try to make them laugh, you're just already a different type of person, you know? But that can mean many different things. But What'd you say? That can mean many different things. Definitely. Some people are attention whores, and Mm, that's a good way to get attention. Definitely. But you have to be good and do the craft, you know? You can't just be like, I'm going to talk in front of hundreds of people. If you want to do it, you'll do it. That's just already... Different type of person. Yeah, Bella, what's up, bro? When we about good? to get on the stand up? I don't know. Wave, Let's do something. Cause I'm trying to get on there, too. I've writing some yeah. jokes I need lately. to do that. <laughs> get on stand yeah, yeah, I don't I think there's do no never... Colombian... Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's no Colombian... <laughs> They got this. They but, got Latin America. Latin Latin X is a word. I'm get up <laughs> But hold on. Let, let, we were doing the peak pit. So so once again, I'm gonna just round it off. I, this is what I was saying. I think comedians are the best podcasters because they have the most thoughts pent up because they write the most because mm-hmm. that's their job to write. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, you got a notebook. Yo, bro, I, I be thinking <laughs> of one thing. And I will write two pages and never get to the thought that I started to write about. Oh. Wait, what are you writing about then? Other thoughts that just come to your mind because you're actively using that muscle. True, it's a muscle. True, true, yeah. true. Oh, true. I had a joke about this. Okay, let me see how I set it up. Three pages later, what the fuck was the joke? But I just got 10 more jokes in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? So that's why writing is important. It is. So that's that's my peak. Copping this book, copping that that board, it really set me on a different path. My valley. <laughs> I was beating my me for like forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's your valley. That's, that's, my, that's, that's my pit. That's your pit. <laughs> forty minutes though. Now I'm capping. I'm capping. <laughs> What's my pit, man? Honestly, I really don't know. I, I had a good. I had a pretty good week this week. Let's go. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. I'm really the Eli under the table club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really trying to come up with something because I'm not trying to cap. What was a, a a low point this week for me? Oh, when Malcolm yelled at me for not having the thumbnails on time. Oh, <laughs> that was my that was my pit he for yelled the at week. You? Yeah, he yelled at me. Me and they go back and forth. Y'all don't know. Yeah. We talked about it a few times. We try not to. But sometimes it, it happens. Uh, let me write that down. But uh, yeah, yo, 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 yo tell them about this, bro. You know what this is for? Oh, whoa! I, I wonder what that was. Come on, oh, tell me about the pen, pen. Go ahead, show them. You can slide the pen in it right here. They call wow. this the the wop holder. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the Ed Hardy studded belt. Yeah. Hey, yo, <laughs> right that's there. that's fire. So. Ladies and gentlemen, get this. Get yourself a whiteboard. Write some goals down and achieve it. By the way, my mom, who I I I, I look as a very successful woman, especially where she came from, she can literally everything she's doing right now. She has a book about writing it. Wow! I swear to God, from when she was nineteen with a one year old kid, she has everything planned out. So write shit down, man. You could also come up with ideas, and you can manifest it into your life. Hundred percent. Pleasure, pleasure. Malcolm, your turn now. What's it called? Pit and what? Peak and pit. Peak and pit. I'm talking about the uh, the pit first, and it ain't nothing too and serious. You can do it's it in whatever funny, order you bro. want. You can do whatever order you want. I can't be wild now because we might get canceled. My <laughs> mindset toward this pit. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it simple. So I'm at work, right? And I'm not at the work. Y'all think I'm work yeah. I'm doing, right? Something else. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it though. Facts. But bro, so th- this one lady I'm working with, she's not a lady. She young lady. She a young lady, right? She's younger than me. <clears throat> so we working, we cleaning. Right? We doing our job, we're cleaning. I'm cleaning, she's cleaning. It's almost at the end of the shift. Like an hour and a half to the end of the shift. I was told by the manager. This is what you need to do because corporate's coming in tomorrow, right? And this is what she's going to do. Niggas always trying to buckle up when corporate's coming in. Like, <laughs> always, <laughs> always. It's wild. Like, just do your job all the time. Yeah, that's a fact. It's so annoying. So, I'm doing what the manager had told me to do, right? Then she comes up to me and goes, can you clean the windows? <laughs> I go, yeah, I'll clean the windows. You know, it's not a problem. You need help, I'll help you. You understand? Understandable. Not a college degree, but I'll clean a window. Yeah, exactly. You know don't try to play. Don't try to play. Back in the comments over there. That's, that's, <laughs> no, that's all of us. That's, that's a that's, fact. That's that's that's, I but I know Nick's funny though. <laughs> Money's going to good good reasons too, though. Yeah, that's a fact though. But um, so she tells me, ask me if I could clean a window. I go, yeah, I could clean a window. So we getting close, like thirty minutes out, and she's acting very weird. You know, she's not looking at me, communicating with me. And then, so at the end of the night, we're closing. I tell all the ladies, I go, have a good night. Everyone says something but her. My dumb ass left my book bag back in the spot. So they had to put the code and get the key so I could go get my backpack. But someone had moved it mm. and put it in a room. So that's why I couldn't grab my backpack as soon as we, when we all left. Can I say something real quick? Yes. That's some Nick shit. That's a fact. <laughs> but she moved my backpack. She moved it. Oh, she moved without it without telling me. I thought you so just if I would have seen it. him right. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. when oh. I got outside, I'm like, oh, my backpack. But if it was right there, I would not have forgotten it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gets the key, she unlocks it. I go grab my backpack, and I'm coming out. And I said, all right, have a good night. She doesn't say anything. I'm like, yo, what's good with you? You said that? No, uh. but I <laughs> call some people. I call Serena. I'm like, yo, this girl is weird. Like, why is she acting like this? She acting very weird. So the next day, the manager goes, yeah, just make sure you you help her out when you guys are closing. I go, yeah, she was acting very tight. She was like, yeah, it happened. I'm like, yo, you telling me to do something. She wanted me to do something. I'm trying to do everything. This girl was mad because I didn't help her close, cleaning, but I was cleaning. So what? does that make manager any sense? Clean the windows. What? Yeah, that girl fake. That's very weird. And and, and then we, try to kiss up on, not to cut you off, but then try to kiss up the next day was being hella nice. Like, yo, you just true. not there. Like, you, see, I'm not trying to get canceled. I ain't going to say nothing. She's <laughs> snitching on you. She's snitching, but y'all know who be snitching. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Who be snitching? Yeah. I'm not going to say it. Women be snitching? Yeah. Women be snitching, just, bro. Women love to talk. That's their job. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, we do too, though, because we be chatting on the podcast. That's a fact. <laughs> Wait, I want you to remind me. I have a very sexist. If write it down. Gonna, write it down. No, it, it's written down right here. But I'll tell y'all. I'll tell y'all later. But why do you feel like that was a a, a pit? Did it make you feel bad because it, of the way it, she it was acting? Because it, it did bother me, so you I had to let it out. Yourself. No, I didn't question myself. It's just more like, yo, you really just. Like you just doing just dumb shit that make you a broke person. That's what really bothered me. The mentality, you don't do the that. mentality. Yeah, you don't do that. You, you went, you went in the LA fitness group chat and go, "Yo, this kid's mad annoying. He doesn't help me clean." Oh, mm. she said something like that. I could tell. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? She's the type of person yeah. to do that. White lady? No. Black lady? No. Oh, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the pit. And then uh, what's the other thing? 
Peak. Uh, peak. Peak. I'm sorry, man. This is new, so. Hey, man. Peak and pit. Uh, peak. Every time I hung out with Serena. <laughs> no, nah, that's a fact. But also, a peak would be coming to the show, man. You get yeah. money through Friday out yeah. the way you here. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, new episodes drop in. Uh, especially when you do a clip and all that. So, peak is definitely the Nick and Malcolm show for Let's me go. every week. Honestly. Yo, what's it? I think what Malcolm just said is very interesting. Like, when you're doing something, bro, a lot of your week is filled with happy shit. Yeah. Right? So, it's yeah. hard to fit. Like, this week specifically, because I got these stuff. Uh, any other week, I'd be like, yo, I had so many peaks. You feel me? Like, mm. I feel like. As long as you're having a lot of peace in your life, you know you're doing good. You know what I mean? Whatever it is you're doing, even if you're garbage, man. Like, if you're doing it right, you have a lot of peace in your life. This should be a game that people just do with themselves. You just sit down with yourself and like, yeah. Yo, what were my peaks? What are my Writing values? shit down. But that's just what like the good and the bad. And it's just the way the graphs move. Just up, down, up, down. And then it goes up. And you yeah, know what's going to... How do you find that's a just way life, for the this? peak and pit. It's just like you're going through a little valley. Uh-huh. What, what, what uh, Akil say? What's that called? The Don oh. Kruger effect. Don oh, Kruger yeah. Effect. The most genius Charlie ever yeah. created. Shout out Genzu. Sustainability? Yeah. Shout out Genzu. We want to get to sustainability, but slight uptrodding. Yeah. And I feel like when you uptrod slightly, there's less of a chance for a deep down. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's or like, like, even when you do, because you've gotten up to that point, you're always going to get back to that point, get better. Like, that's mm-hmm. why sometimes people just fall off and you're like, all right, you you notice your own trend in yourself and you're like, let me pick it up again. No funny shit. And this will, that's why the Don Kruger was such an epiphany to me. I, yeah. With the podcast, the first week we came, I was like, yo, this is easy. And me and Malcolm potted for like two hours. It was easy. The second week, we didn't know what the fuck we yeah. were doing. So it's like we hit that peak, that 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 valley. But then we came back the other week. It's like the the valley is like what shoots you up. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you're it's like a roller coaster. You yeah, go down man. fast and you're just like, ah, but now you gotta take it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like no the higher you get, I feel like the lower you fall, because then you just start questioning. Like you overthink things is, is how I how I chalk it up to be. Because the more I know about the podcast, the more it bothers me that I don't know something. You know what I mean? Yo, that's I, so true that you said that. I don't mean to cut you off, but that's so true. Because that's also like how I feel with social media and why I had to get off of it. Because I would see stuff and I'll be like, oh, I see stocks. I see fitness. Like I see all this different stuff that I wish I knew everything about. But that's not how life is. So I'm gonna tell you something too. That's something that I struggle with on the daily. Knowledge? Oh my god! But there's too much out there. Yeah. And what's but, real? What's not? Yeah. You know, like what's from a factual source? But, but also, Malcolm always say this: like, we, bro, we're young. We're not gonna know everything. Yeah. But you have to be doing the work to make sure that you are gaining that knowledge. We need to get back to so, peaking pits because I have something really good to no, say. Because yeah, because cool. I literally love what you said. I look, I'm a go. So the peak of my week, like it was honestly a good week, and like you said, I was really looking forward to coming to Nick and Bow Show. To be honest, yeah, like I was hype. I was hype. I was hype. So. Gang, gang, gang. I had a lot of stuff to do, like an itinerary that I had. <laughs> Shout out, drop the merch, dropping soon, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah. um, I'm taking a class right now, and it's like the history of science and technology. Mm-hmm. So from Newton to present. So when you said like with knowledge, how you struggle with like it's too much. Like I, my uh, assignment was on Galileo. No, 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 it was on um Newton. But and Newton really was like the person that discovered most of the laws of like our whole world that we live in math yeah like he was the was, mathematician um, and everything I thought it was uh, what's homeboy name Pythagorean yeah so he so <laughs> literally the chapter the title of the chapter was like and then God said let Newton be and in the text that it brought up it brought up how he was born on the on uh, December 25th 
the day Whoa. that so like they're already putting religion into the the wow. you know the head of people that are reading it if you science. think about it yo and I science. wanna read this what's the name of this oh uh, I could send it to you I could Bro, send it to you it's so crazy that I, I didn't know that math I thought math was just numbers Math is our world. Like, yeah. everything, bro. I was... This old guy, shout out to Jimmy once again. He made me watch... And we should all watch it, no cap. I want to get really high and watch this shit. It's Donald Duck. And it's a Mickey Mouse episode, but it's with Donald Duck. And they break down math. Like, the history of math. Mm-hmm. And it's the most mind-blowing shit ever, bro. The laws of our nature right there. The it's language. Crazy. The numbers and I everything. Language. Bro, to think... I, I was mind-blown by a Mickey Mouse episode, dog. Mm. It's like Donald Duck goes to Mathland and it's so cool. Walt <laughs> Disney was on some different shit. They froze though. his body. You believe it? They froze his body. It's frozen. Yeah, that's Punch what they his said. Head. It was his head. Brain. Why would? Mm. Where is it? Okay, quick, in quick, Disney. real quick. Do y'all know out in space there's tiny little chips of human DNA? So in we're case stardust. of human, huh? We're chips. Of, we're like part of. They're stardust in a, in our no, no, bodies. No. The people did this. Like they took what's a dude what? who was really disabled. Stephen well, Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Oh, they took his DNA, what? put it in a, in a in a computer chip, and put it's like five ten people um, DNA, and they put it out in what? space in case the human race is ever disintegrated. We all die, which is eventually going to happen. <laughs> they could bring us back. Guess what I did? No way! No way! The, the, the space is so God is out there. What if whoever finds it doesn't know how? Who's to gonna find work that? that? Who's gonna well, find a chip in the atmosphere? It's not gonna survive. Mm. It's gonna burn. No, he's saying sends it out to yeah, space. It's in space. But, but it's it eventually, safe. like, but I think it's good. They probably made it. So That's it cap though. Sin. It's in a capsule. I said that was the peak, and honestly, I can't really say that there was a pit. Good, man, round of applause for that. Good week, good week, good all around. And by the week. way, if you're listening to this and you had a lot of pits this week, that's okay. That's you life. Know what I mean? That's we life. Just all, know. All yeah, the time. that's life. I hope you have a pit ballast. So I got a pit. Nah, let, me, let me not act like I want this to stick. Like I'm just this. I guess I can say the pit was. I feel like I didn't sleep enough. Mm. That's a pit. Yo, me yeah. too, bro. But I was hyped to be here. I couldn't I sleep was... last night. I was like, yo, I, I woke up. I woke up. I woke up. Like when you talk about writing stuff, like I wrote stuff down on a little post-it note. Boy. But it was like three. It's like maybe like I want to say like one in the morning. I was like, if I can't sleep right now, I need to write stuff down. So the sticky note probably looks like a three-year-old wrote in the dark, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was like kind of trying to in the dark and everything. No, nah, but, but it was like all the topics that, that I wanted to get on when I was on here because I just wrote so happy, excited to be here. We got time. Right? Nah, we it's lit. It's shit. not. We we, we've gotten to every, like most of the stuff. We're gonna talk about your idiotic take about Kawhi. Let him get the shirt. Yeah, you know. No, we gonna talk about it now. Yeah, you know. Which camera will get you? Go ahead, talk to us. Yeah, so my pit work this week was a pit. Like the first couple days. We're working up in Connecticut, <laughs> and uh, right back to Connecticut, like 20 oh, minutes CT. away, eight minutes away from Curly's. Damn. You checked it. Nah, <laughs> I was about to. Those wings were Oh, it's a wing on. place? That place? Curly's? Oh, I was, I was wondering, who's Curly's? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Curly. Mr. Curly. Um, yeah, work was weird. First of all, being in Connecticut's bad vibes off rip. You already got that story. Facts. <laughs> and then uh, it was like, it was raining inside. Which was blowing my mind all day. And we're just in mud. And it was cold the first day. And then it got nice out. But it was still raining inside. Mm. I didn't know what was going on. Real demoralizing. <laughs> and, uh, but one, th- my peak, my, this leads into my peak. 
Love that. I copped a CMOS last week. Love that. Uh, I love got that. off my inhaler. And uh-huh. it didn't, yo. Testimonial. Oh, shout out to testimonial. Your sister. Yeah, another shout testimonial out. right hold here. On, hold on. The, you haven't. Wait, one second. Yeah. So, shout out to your sister, man. You, you got the CMOS on Saturday, Saturday, which, no, actually, Sunday morning. Because they, okay, so Sunday morning, it's well, Saturday. We were drinking it out the blender. Okay, mm. we did, we did drink night. it out the blender. So, you got it Saturday. It's now Saturday, so it's been one week. And you yeah. said you haven't used your inhaler again I since. I haven't used it. And I was freaking out because I have to get a doctor's appointment to mm. get an inhaler. But I'm like, yo, my doctor's out in Quorum. I'm like, I can't make it out there. I'm sorry. And that's I'm like, can you send this inhaler to this place? I'll buy it. They're like, you got to come see us. I'm like, I have no time to go see you guys. The natural how medicine replaced the, the Western I'm gonna medicine die for you. If I don't. <laughs> how often did you use your inhaler before? Almost every day. Yeah. And you've taken CMOS and now you don't need it. Anymore. And also, if I ran without taking my inhaler, I would have trouble breathing after I ran and shit. Shout out clean your sister, man. I ran. I was like sketchy about doing it, but I ran and before I ate the CMOS, then ran and I was able, wow. no trouble. And... I'm doing good. Them boys over at Cleaning System about to make a killing. That's Yo. bro, that's crazy that you're saying this right now. And if now. it's a placebo, hey, get yourself a the, placebo yeah. that works. Psychology <laughs> yeah. says the placebo effect is great. And I mean it tastes like nothing. So imagine if it's nah, doing nothing for your body now. Is the placebo you know, effect real? Yeah. Definitely. They've done studies so on it. How that. do they test vaccines? They give people placebos and then they test them because they know. still get the virus, right? I don't know what you just said. So in the Wait. vaccine, they give a set, they have four of us. They want to test the vaccine. They're only going to give two of us the actual vaccine. The other two, they're going to give the placebo. Mm. Right? Is that how that actually works? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, how they do. Yeah. That's how they do vaccine tests. That like so counts as a variable. If the placebo effect is real, wouldn't the number be distorted because you guys would also be affected, thinking but, that you were have been injected with the real <laughs> shit. Am I incorrect in what I'm saying? I, it makes I, sense. You, I don't know if I sound crazy, if though. I sound crazy though, but you're always testing the placebo or just the power of your mind when you're testing a medicine, yes. because you're always using the placebo on the in the study. So not only are you testing if the vaccine works, you're testing if you're giving someone the vaccine and think that they're actually getting better. True. Mm-hmm. Just like everything else, you think that you're actually getting better, but there's really nothing mm-hmm. in in what it is, and it tastes like nothing. But what if there's not even vaccines? What if it's all placebo? That'd be crazy. Let's talk about it. <laughs> that would be Falls wacky like because because I believe the mind is a we don't we don't understand the, mind's the power crazy. of the mind. You know what's but you said like the vaccine if it's real, but just from us talking about it, if you clip this, it's gonna be like go to the CDC for oh, yeah. more information. Isn't that mm. isn't that so wild? CDC, how that's we a do thing? not want I mean, your information. Yeah, isn't that isn't that we don't fuck with Fauci over the, here at the Nick and Mouse show? <laughs> think of all of the the things that are terrible that kill people that. People talk about in everyday conversation and post on videos, and it doesn't put a link mm-hmm. to say go to this website so you can see what the facts are on whatever is being mentioned. What obviously apps they know our conversation. Yeah, right? they're texting on the app. If you get on Tinder and you're about to spank a little hussy, I think, <laughs> I think we should yeah. get a notification <laughs> like. HIV syphilis. <laughs> this is what can happen, young fella. <laughs> you better strap up or you don't get clapped up. You feel me? You don't want to strap up. You have to leave that alone. <laughs> leave that alone. Leave that alone. Leave that alone. <laughs> but yo, back real quick. So it's called the Immortality Drive. Ooh. The Immortality Drive is a large memory device which has which was taken to the Na- International Space Station 
On October 12, 2008, the immortality drive contains fully digitized DNA sequences Whoa. of a select group of human beings, such as physicist Stephen Hawking, talk show host Stephen Colbert. So we got a smart person. Whoa. We got a funny, funny person. I guess. Yeah. Joey Garcia, which is a Playboy model. I don't know if that's a guy or a girl. So they. Wow. Yeah, it's a, that's an interesting group of people. It's a baddie. Okay, so I see so what they do. It's a star, a, a really smart scientist, a mediocre late night host. I mean, getting the DNA sent. Ooh, those a, are all hot takes right there. Oh, they have a game designer also. Whoa. Obviously, you want to take care of the video games. Our author Tracy Hickman and his wife Laura Hickman. That's a very interesting group. Did of they people. have to pay for that? A pro wrestler, Matt Morgan, that? and athlete Lance Armstrong. Wow! Did the scientists? Did these people sign up to do this? I think they. Or did they, they just do it? They probably since they're scientists. I'm guessing there's a scientific method to come up with who are probably the best DNA. Is it a scientific method? It's a porn star. Someone that yeah. gets you, paid to you just. Want your, you want your a sex worker? I'm sorry, I don't want to say you porn star. Say sex in worker. Future to be able to take. <laughs> you feel me? And bear a lot of kids. Am I incorrect? No, you facts with that. If you had a <laughs> and they got a wrestler, because... <laughs> crazy, man. that's crazy. And they got a wrestler because you always need to defend yourself. <laughs> and Lance Armstrong. Yeah. What if a th uh, um, alien pulls up on them and they're like wrestler? Who's the wrestler? Um, Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan. You know him? No, I, I just um, remember that. But he's yeah. just like ah, he's tussling with the. Alien. My name is Lance, but I'll Armstrong a nigga. Wait, my name is Lance, but I'll strong arm a nigga. Come Damn. On. That's a Kodak bar. Kodak said that. Oh, that was How's a Wayne that bar. I feel like that's a Wayne bar. Wayne Kodak. definitely said that. Kodak is doing good. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. He dropped a song with Lil Yachty, and it was trash. Damn. <laughs> this is the worst song I've heard from anybody. Far less from Kodak Black. <laughs> Look, it that's was, funny. I've listened to it one time. I can't even. I get sick <laughs> when I see it on my YouTube page. Wow. Is it because you don't like Little Yachty? No, I some of my favorite songs, weirdly, is with Lil Yachty, like from the D to the A. Oh, yeah, D to the A. He snapped on that motherfucker. And then Kodak Black and Jack Boy remix that song. That's also a great song. The song with Drum, where they copied Kodak. That was also really? a great song. What's your favorite Lil Yachty song, though? Probably D to the A. Because mm. I was very big into Kodak uh, Minnesota is my shit. I'm sorry. Kodak. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, he has that was. He was snapping when he first came out. Yachty yeah. was that dude when he oh, first SoundCloud. came out. That's what? a bop. Oh, yeah. I can call like his yeah. 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 Minnesota. Call that. Yo, that's so, so fire. Like I feel like in, that was the most simplest beat, too. It was just like a little piano. That's when rap was in a bad state, though. Like, yeah. Me and Malcolm always talk but about this, it's all this, expressive bro. art. No, no. Don't express <laughs> that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> my thing is, like, you remember they were saying, like, rap was dead for a little bit? Okay. Mumble rappers. It was a little yachty in them. It's, uh, who, who's Uzi, this? Trinidad James. Trinidad nah, James. Nah, he was early. Gold. But that no, year, too, that's 2013. That was a bad year. <laughs> we had we had Tiger, Coke Boys, mm -hmm. then to the ASAP Mob, then to uh, everyone else just being fucking awkward. Shout out to ASAP Mob, ASAP yeah. Rocky. Yeah. Following you love ASAP Rocky. That was a number one ASAP Rocky oh, fan. Wait, I'll talk about it. Not introduced. Personally. Oh, okay, okay. Introduced yeah, to, to his say, music wow. and shit. Wait, who's the most famous person you've met? Personality. Bismarck. For me, it's CeeLo Green. You met CeeLo Green? Yeah. How was that? Uh, I was in the city. It was my freshman year when I came to. We were going to go. Where were we supposed to go? I think it was the draft. 
but then ended up canceling it or something. And I met CeeLo Green just like at a jewelry store. And yeah, I took a picture with him. It's like me and like four of my teammates. Was he fat? Yeah. How do you say fat in Spanish? Gordo. Was he gordo? We gordo. How do you say that in Trinidad? Yeah, how do you say that? Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Say it, bro. Slandering overweight. (laughs) (laughs) Too lazy. (laughs) I met Dave Portnoy. That was cool. Oh, really? I met Al Pacino also. Oh, weren't oh, you yeah. in? Yeah. Weren't you in? Shout out Bella. Shout out Bella. Shout out Bella. How was that? How did you Me get that Me and my pops were in, uh, in the Irishman. That's so cool, man. Um, My pops was doing some, ex- just his friends from growing up was like doing a project in Brooklyn. So he got put into this extra database, like extras that stand around the background of movies and stuff. And then he's just in the database. So he's just getting hit up about extras in the area, extras in the area. And they hit him up for The Irishman while they were filming that. And he's told me, because I'm Martin Scorsese fan. Yep. That guy. That's love. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. I was like, I got to be involved in this. So I hit him up. He, we did different days. He got the, he is smack dab in the middle of the camera. Robert De Niro patting him down and stuff. Oh, Robert De Niro patting him down? Yeah, he was right there. Like, there's one part, my dad just walks in. And it's just my, <laughs> my dad is the only. The only thing on the frame. Really? It's funny. It's like, what? Yo, I got to watch this yeah. when you got to point I, it out was, to me. I was going to do it, but yeah. the movie's so long. Yeah, that's, that's long. Because I want to watch the whole movie, even as bad as... Because I, I, I saw it, and it's... That's history right your there. Your pops is really in it, but yeah. It's that one of movie. the better movies I've watched in a very long time. Oh, Martin cool. Scorsese Yo, by the way, shout out to... Um, we watched a Fred Hampton movie. That was a great movie. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. So I it was good? Yeah, I didn't really know about his story before, but it was so... Like, the dude was 21, bro. You feel me? Like it was so. Who great. is that? Do you think that it's age appropriate to show that to Fred a kid? Hampton? What's the rating on that? I don't know. You should show that Wait, to a kid. What's the rating though. on it? What's like, a, show it to yeah, youngins? yeah. Um, Would you? How old are they? Uh, let's say like a uh, junior high age. Would you be yeah, able to show that movie? Because I haven't seen it, so I'm just I saying. I would watch it before. Okay. It's not. It's yeah, no but, sex. It's no naked people. It's just. It's. It's. It shows his true life. What happened to him? Right at the end when he gets shot up. It's not anything gruesome. It's just very good dialogue, very good showing certain things out. There's nothing bad about the movie. But for anyone that Love doesn't that. know Fred Hampton, he was uh he was in a black part uh Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's why I asked the question because in terms of like I I'm, I'm an educator, so I would want to do teach black history. You should show them that. Yeah. You so you would you that. would show them that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. So do they they, they didn't they don't teach black history to us enough in schools, you could say. Not at all. Bro, you learn, bro. I just went on, on a website. Hold on, why did I just went on a website, right? And I looked up Isaac Newton, and yeah. then it had Black History on the website. I, I don't even know if it was BBC News, but um, I'll show you some I clicked, BBC News. Dude, <laughs> I clicked Black History, and it was just a picture of Dr. Martin Luther stop. King yeah. and Malcolm X. That's so. That's so slavery. Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, it's. I, Fred Hampton's been around since that time. Yeah, and they didn't teach us anything about him but his story is so unique yeah so i i know i'm the hot take boy like i obviously i mean whatever it is but i'm very emotional i react very strongly to things and i'm always on the ledge i always say oh my god that's the greatest thing i ever saw but when i saw fred hampton i was kind of like he looked like the bridge between malcolm x and martin luther king because he was in the Black Panther, right? Mm-hmm. Known to be this ruthless and kind of like 
you know what I mean, brash group. Like they're they're with violence. Mm-hmm. But on some real shit, he preached so much love and facts and so much peace. And he talked about listen, we could do it like Martin Luther King and spread peace and spread love. Mm-hmm. But also we about to have that Malcolm X mindset, right? Yeah. He also talked about bro, he What's dope about him and what I resonated? He wasn't a black power kind of thing. Mm-mm. It's for the people. It was never black this, black that. He literally has a speech when he just got out of prison. If you're black, yell at me. If you're white, yell at me. If you're Asian, if you're whatever it is. If you're brown, he's including everybody. It's not a. It's not a struggle. He and, was like, yo, mm-hmm. if the people don't have a say in how they live their lives. Then we got to take it back. It mm-hmm. had nothing to do with black. And I think with that type of rhetoric, he could have been powerful. And that's why they did what they did to him. That's how yes. all the big because black about They killed him? Yeah, they shot. Bro. Yo, they shot up his house. No, they didn't shoot up his house. That's what they did. So there was an informant. They, they shot up. They went in there like as if they had a reason to even go in there. And then once they were in there, they just shot it up. They were just like standing outside his door and they're like, put, like, we know you have guns. And he was like asleep. He was in the, he was like asleep. They caught him sleeping. Yeah, just shot at the crib. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They went in and they, they was shooting niggas while they was in the While crib. they was walking in there, like, just not praying. Even, Women, he children. He was sleeping, bro. So that's the most gruesome part of that whole movie. But it's like. They don't show it, though. They, they don't, don't show, show it, it, but to a kid, you show, you show them that and they're like. They did show that. In the movie? They didn't show any like, like. Physically, like getting shot up or nothing like that. At the end, they shot the whole crib up. Damn. What I'm saying is, they don't show you like for a R. kid R. to Fred watch Hampton. it. Oh. They didn't show. You know how some movies they show people getting shot up. Oh. No, they showed them getting shot up. They did. Yes, they shot. They came in the crib and just lighting it up, and people trying to the dude trying to get off out the bed, and his legs got shot up. At yeah, the end. No. No, I don't got no key. Damn. Damn, battle. What's up with you, bro? Yo, take the bottle and <laughs> you, you you got the high bow, guys. We're back. What's Bella, this? Bella had a baby. Oh my god, fuck it though. That shit's not gonna be. Let me say it again. We're back. Damn. I feel like this. Oh, should, I feel like this whole episode happen. should be audio only. Why you say that? Like with all the video malfunctions. That's just been going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Bow, we are back. Bala had to um, he had to take a leak. <laughs> you know what nice. I mean? You're you, in the main you, you got the baby bladder. Train the yeah, main vein. It's the CMOS, to be honest. Hey, nah, you've been doing out. that since you've been here. Every <laughs> time you came to this podcast, you had to take a pee. Really? Yeah, in the middle of the podcast. I might have a baby bladder. Mm. Or, or you're drinking a lot of water. You're making sure you're hydrated. That's, be. that's what it Aquaman is. Aquaman over there. Um, about this whole uh, pit thing and how it was easy for me to get down on myself this week. And I was like, yo, nothing's going right. And just... I don't even want to continue doing things. And then I just said, I got to do stuff. Like time's going. And you said the, you said you got the CMOS too, and that helped out too. CMOS helped out a lot. Because your body feels so much better. Facts. So then it just helps with your mind. Apparently you could rub it on your face and it's good Mm. for your skin and stuff. Uh, I've only heard of one other thing that's really good to eat and rub on your face. And that's probably Hot Pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Those things. <laughs> you never rub the hot pocket on your face? Like a cooked hot pocket? Could be cooked. It's going to burn a little bit more than the frozen one. <laughs> what, what does it do? What does a hot pocket do? It gets in your pores. It just clogs them up <laughs> with cheese and sauce. That's good for you. But that's that's and why then, the sea moss is so boring. And then in a couple days, you just go, you pop the pimple and it's just cheese and pizza. Oh, and like fire. And then just a little quick snack. You're on it's the train free, or something. It's free pizza. <laughs> 
It's free pizza. Free pizza, bro. That's why I try to stay away from white people as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, shout out oh to all the God. great white sharks nah. out there. Yeah. We shout out to the, the white fouls sharks. On, shout out to the Fowl's own family. Yo, by the way, I'm I'm at work, bro. You see, I text Uncle Jack like somebody logged into our shit. I'm like, how how does they even have our information? Well, remember when we sent Fowl's on the uh, like the login information for him to oh, watch yeah, it? Right. I was literally like, yo, what the fuck, yo? But besides the point, what do y'all think about the King of Brooklyn coming home? Bobby Schmurda. Facts. I mean, Free, they he's freedom. just a celebrity out of jail at this point. But I was listening to what another podcast. What do you mean pop- by that? I mean, I want to see some music. Okay. You know, I'm, Kodak was dropping verses in prison. And mm-hmm. now he's out. And now he's out. But for rappers. But also getting free fault. from jail is so good for your career and your street cred. Facts. That you can say in an argument, he went to jail, came back better. Everybody knows. Say for Bobby and for the street cred, because a rapper Bobby has that. murdering them niggas, though? Not really. No. They street cred was already up there. And even more, because everybody was really like, we want him out. But mm-hmm. now he got to drop a song. Whatever he drops is crazy. Just like Six Nine. You can say he's trash, but he went to jail, came back. And he snitched. So his whole story is yeah. just funny. Also, I, no shade to... Uh, uh, Bobby Schmurder, but no. I don't think he needs to make music. You know, I'm not do? saying I'm saying he could do whatever he wants. You know, because he gets out of prison. I'm sure. I'd but be what like, he went I'm to jail for, to I guess, too. Really, be I'm ma- sure he wants grinding to grind right now. I'm trying to enjoy my time out. I at think the it's moment. The true, true, true. You think so? Yeah, I think if you're locked in a cage and all you've been doing was chilling, essentially. Yeah, but I mean, chilling. Really? What's it making music writing down his thoughts? So maybe his whole music could change because what we know him as is the hot nigga, the dance, and now he can come out and just be super, does he re- regret what he did to go mm-hmm. to jail? He's gonna come Being up. involved in that life. He's like my brother. True. <laughs> maybe he's been reformed, you know? Be You're reformed? not gonna say the N-word, nothing. No, he's not say at all. My brother. But could you say- My brother. With the Bible in his hand. Prison does reform people though? <laughs> does it do a good job of reforming people? Is that it's- I think it's an individual. I think you can't reform anyone that doesn't want to be reformed, mm. and that's why prison gets a bad rap on that. Like, nigga, this is not a mind control. But there's different. There's different prisons. Have you ever seen prisons in like Europe where they let them go out and they don't have them strapped, shackled, and putting in an orange jumpsuit? Like they go out and get a job, depending on their felony and like what their sentence is. Because someone that that the nonviolent offender, why are they in there locked up where they can't even do anything when like maybe they got into a, some type of like car accident where they were like maybe driving not sober. Like the only way to make them better is like, look how important your life is if you need to get it, like to get a job. Like we can't lock mm-hmm. you away. They're going to be depressed and they're going to get even worse when they come out. But if you let them maintain their sense of self, you know, the thing it makes with prison it. Is, I, I, and maybe I, I, I keep this philosophy the rest of my life. I never even talk about prison because it's one of those things like I want to sauce it, but I don't want to see how it's made. But at the same time, like for example, like <laughs> no, 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 in the, get, in the sense of we don't want criminals on the street. Uh-huh. At the same time, I don't believe any man should decide that another man's life is worth the point of what are living laws? in a two by two cell. So in my head, I'm like, okay, if you're a rapist, if you're a murderer, if you rob people, I don't want you on the street. But at the same time, I don't want a fucking person with a gavel. Boom. You're in prison for 30 years now. Judges have and a lot of power. And now this person is feeling different on a different day. Boom. You get a year. Judges have a lot of False power. False convictions. Judges wow. have a lot of power. You watch for life? No. Uh, but yo, what you, how, how do you think a judge go to sleep be like, yo, he about to lay down? 
They get their money. Did they the big bed? Hold on, hold on. I really gave homeboy eighty years. <laughs> Sleep good after that. That Sleep shit good. is scary. Yeah, false. They get, their, po- they get their pockets greased too. That's why judges uh-huh. make so much money and have so much power. Facts. Mm. There's actually a story about uh, this lady, right? You're talking about false convictions, Bala. This lady, she was raped. Like, this was 1984. Someone broke into a house, raped her. Wow. Right? And in her mind, foresight, she's she coerced the guy into turning the lights on. And as she's getting raped, a very strong, intelligent woman what? is literally looking at this guy, trying to see every detail of his body so that she could get him arrested. As soon, <laughs> wait, what? Bro, nah, no funny, bro. That when people talk about that shit, like that shit is nasty. What rape? Yeah, it's such know. a. F- I think everyone feels like that. That is nasty. That's like when you say, no, like, I'm saying, like, my dick that ass hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you to get that checked out. <laughs> nah, I'd be having it. I'm trying to figure out the mindset behind your nah, dick hurting. That'd be happening. Just like girls get their period. Their vagina be hurting, they be bleeding. What, what, what yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> going, going nah, that but story, that do make my dick hurt. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it do. I understand you really what he means. Think about it. Like you really forcing your dick in a vagina. Like how does that? That's yeah. fucked up. That's a, that's it's getting slapped. That's and an shit. act yeah. that people that we all agree is a terrible thing to like Kick take advantage. Yeah, take advantage of someone like that. It's also an act we Some also try to that. imagine that didn't doesn't happen as much as it did. Back in the day, them Vikings, they were wild. Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan? Oh, my God. Pillaging. How many children does Genghis Khan have? Everybody. <laughs> we're all, we're all Everybody. related to Genghis Khan, apparently. But, but basically, so she was raped, right? And she was looking like to see who this guy was. He left. Um, she ran to a neighbor's house, got, you know what I mean, tested and everything like that after. And then immediately after, went to a lineup, right? And picked this guy out of the lineup. I'm trying to remember his name, like... Something Clarkson or something Thompson or something like that. And she was like, that's a guy. That is a guy that raped me. Wow. Right? 11 years later, it turned out he wasn't the guy that raped her. Mm. Right? It was actually a guy who looked awfully similar to him. And he he actually solved his own case because the guy was arrested and he was in prison. Two years after he went to prison and he was in prison for life for a series wow. of rape. So he gets it to bring back to court three years later. She comes to the to the thing. Two guys are on the stands. She looks. No, I don't know who that other guy is. That is a guy that raped me. The guy that I already convicted is a guy that raped me. There's no questions wow. about it. Nothing. That's a guy that raped me. Eleven years later, it turned out that eventually, I think the DNA evidence was happened during the OJ trial, and he was watching it on TV, and he's like, "Oh, what DNA evidence?" And then they tested it. It was the other guy who he was in prison with and not him. He was freed. That's so and now they're best friends. They're best friends because who? she's guilty, right? You oh. got to think. That he doesn't have any animosity towards her. Like, yo, you were brutally fucking She was raped. under a lot of trauma. And she was like, in her mind, she already did all this work. I'm getting this motherfucker locked up. So when they brought five people to her in the lineup... She was saying, my mind was playing tricks on me. I wasn't trying to find the right person. I was trying to find the person who most is related out of that lineup. Mm. And then her memory was, when she seen that guy, the memory of the guy that raped her was now replaced with that picture. Mm. So you couldn't tell her that that's not the guy that raped her. That's why eyewitness testimony isn't very reliable either. it's, It's so unreliable because we think memories are this clear like playback of what happened no it's our interpretation not even an interpretation it's subconscious of what happened 
Mm-hmm. Like this nigga doesn't remember that we went to Utica to watch the Super Bowl last That's year. Cat. When it one thousand percent happened, yeah. your That's memory, cat. your memories, bro. It one, we went on to you. Utica and watched the Super Bowl, bro. You and you know, <laughs> look, right? Tell me where you were when Patrick Mahomes won his first Super Bowl. I don't even know. <laughs> exactly. How do you not remember know. that? Exactly. You with dudes like that? Shout out to clean your system for that one. (laughs) But basically, it's crazy that you say a lot of false convictions. It just so happened that this guy was in a time where DNA evidence was was available. Right? And he's, I mean, wasted 11 years of his life, but eventually came back and was like, you know what I mean? And now they're best friends. And she, they, they go on tours around the country telling people how unreliable um wh- even Eyewitness. witness evidence is mm-hmm. that's crazy you it know is, what i mean it is and his her you gotta watch name, for life man his name is ronald cotton her name is jennifer thompson go look at it it's crazy you gotta watch for life because it kind of it's not that exact story but it's about a criminal getting evidence to free himself mm. it's based on a true story you should watch it episode. it's good it's good it's a really good show and like it gets very current as well with like what's happening now with like the they, the people in the show are wearing masks. Mm. But it's it They're has like the masks? yeah, but it has like the social cues that we have every day. Oh, so they put They're masks wearing on? it and then when they encounter someone, then they're like, all right, let's both take it off. Like, it's okay. We're in a safe space. Like, we just wore it to get in here. So he wears that to go into the jail. But wouldn't you wear it if you're sitting down with someone that's in jail? Like, on the visits, they take it off. That's something I just found very interesting. Mm-hmm. If you think Can about we talk it. About so that's why I like that. Sh- like, I really like that helped me. So I, it took a break and it came back. So just watching that, I was like, they're really trying to get to the social aspect of the pandemic now if right. this was going on. Mm. Yo, I was watching Saturday Night Live and when... The whole episode, nobody's wearing the the, the band's wearing the mask, like the band that plays the mm-hmm. intro song, is wearing a mask. <laughs> and then at the end of the show, everybody's now wearing a mask, even though these people that were just sitting right next to each other with everybody, Didn't and then they're the ha- hugging each other and they're dabbing each other up, they're jumping on each other. It's like what? It's, what's it's going not a, on? I'm, I can't say it's a I conspiracy theory. I feel better theory. because your mask is on. Yeah, is that but see, that's the thing, do? though. I'm, I wouldn't say it's a conspiracy thing about the mask, but just because, like, I'm a sociology major, I look at it from that point of view. Like, we all put on masks, and there's some people gonna look at that and be like, "Oh, it's all, it's okay," because they have masks on. But then if right. we had, if you had a party and there's a video of us not wearing masks doing the same thing, they'd be like, "Oh my god, irresponsible!" If like if we got if any of us got they'd be like, "Well, they deserved it." Look at them; they didn't have masks because mm-hmm. that's what it's like turned into now. If that's you another- meet somebody and like. After 10 minutes of talking to them, you'll feel comfortable in taking your mask that's off. That's a fact. <laughs> it's like, that's bro, crazy. who... And, and, but that's another weird thing about the society is that yeah. people are wishing sicknesses on other people because... So you think that that's happening? They're not following, you know what I mean? And what's a... They're following the laws. When you... That to, to your point, what are laws? Now, that was like a mandate. Germs have been in the air. But again, I want to preface this like to the listeners. Like, I'm not insensitive to the people who may have lost loved ones yeah. to this... True. Disease, no, it's but just of- just from a societal point of view, because think about all the things that people die from all the time that you can say car accidents. But I'm not sitting here. We all drive cars, mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyone fun. that gets sick, we we all took we all took our masks off at some point where it wasn't socially distant. So we're all responsible. Yeah, that's idiotic. And, you know, so that's why I just think about it like as a sociology major, like the the way that society is now because mm-hmm. of this, it's not going to be the same. We're doing this like this is the last of people ever getting together. Maybe who knows? You think? You think? Nah, no, nah, I don't think so. But I'm no, saying so, let, let, in let a normal see. way where you're not going to be judged for it now. Because mm, you judge anyone even when they cough, bro. Yeah, cough or sneeze, you're like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Get away from me. But yeah, 
Do y'all really? Do nah, that? not really. But I, mean, I, I feel like you should have the foresight to understand that you can cough too. It's a joke, though. But it's, it's a joke. But, but we say oh, it's yeah, something that's on your mind. It's something that's on your mind. You know, you think that? Why you even have the this thing on your face as it is? Facts. If someone coughs because they said someone was coughing and sneezing, and you could die from that. They really made you believe that. If someone coughed or sneezed around you, you didn't have a face mask on, you would die from that. Mm, that's a but now you're wearing it for so long that you're like, just bless you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Some people, I mean, I st- if you get like a season attack, you might be like, aha, I don't have COVID. And it's like the joke. <laughs> and some people, be like, some people might be like, haha. And it's only like chill, chill, chill. Yeah, this is gonna fall different. You, you, you be apologizing after you see <laughs> Nah. Yo, my fault, everybody. My fault. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'm out of pocket. I'm out of pocket. I'm out of pocket. I'm out of You know what? I'm saying that shit. I'm saying that shit. I'm saying that shit. I'm saying that shit. That's a joke. That's a joke. You're guaranteed to get laughs for that. If you sneeze three times, you don't have COVID. If people around you don't laugh, then you're really in an awkward situation. Think about it. Think about it. Right or wrong? Yo, y'all hear some crazy joke, bro. So I'm working with some dude, right? And he he dead time. He's like, yo, bro, I'm tired. I'm like, where are you Fatigue sleepy is a Joe? Man started blacking on me because I call him a sleepy Joe. Sorry. Word. Yo, that's that so wasn't funny. funny. No, that is funny. That is funny. That is funny. Think of word. <laughs> That's even deserve my word. Devastated. Yeah. But wait, hold on though. Yo, can we get back to the Bobby shit real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a theory about Bobby Schmurter, right? Is he woo or chew? I, I don't know. GS9. I mean, Cho. GS9. Cho? Don't disrespect. What made him finally get free, though? Could be his, he served his time. Okay. He served his time. But I he thought he got a crazy amount of years, though. He got six. Oh. Uh, he got six. I thought he got something like 10 or something. Nah, he got six. He he did his time. He did all his time. He got out like a few months early, but he didn't. Roddy got out a few months early, too, because of the... Behavior. Uh, oh, okay. Niggas didn't beat up too much people in there. They was, chilling. <laughs> they was chilling. But my thing is, like, you see, number one, I think Rowdy and Bobby, who's got flown on airplanes, they've been given gifts in, I'm sure by now, in millions of dollars. I seen Quavo had a stack of at least a few hundred thousands and gave it to them. They all, they owe all of that to Six Nine, because if Six Nine didn't show you. What snitching is like, you wouldn't appreciate it. You know what I mean? You need a rainy day to appreciate the sunny day. Mm-hmm. So six nine showed what and you know what I mean, a fake nigga or whatever it may, a fake Mexican uh, or whatever it may be. And they was like, okay, let's show these dudes love because they kept it real. And now we appreciate them more as a society. But I was wondering, yo, why do people love like I've this is the best re- reception I've ever seen from anybody coming out of prison. Meek Mill, who's a bigger rapper than all of them, did not even get this type of love. Is he Meek Mill was with more uh, wealthy people, though. Like He got flown out of prison to go to a, a Phillies game. Not a Phillies game. A but think about oh, okay. Getting flown out by a billionaire is different from getting flown out by a nigga with just as much money as you. But, but I he, think it's more of a respect thing, more of just uh, 6 9 He got flown giving out? Giving him praise. Hmm? Bobby Schmerder got what? flown out? Well, Quavo get... flew him out. So oh, whatever, whatever. oh yeah, I to, did hear about that. To Bobby Smyrna six nine. Bobby Smyrna. No, I'm not saying compare, but what I'm saying, the love that they are getting is more of a respecting of you guys about to change the whole music industry, and then you got caught up with your situation, and you guys held it down, right? 
It's not more of like oh, Snitch Nine. It's not more of Six Nine because Six Nine snitched that they're gonna get more praise because of Six Nine. I, I think so. I think I think it's a respect thing. Yeah, it's more of a respect thing than anything of what they did and As what they did to the music industry. Well, I, I, I'm I'm gonna get to that too because obviously a respect thing. People respect them, but I think Char- Charlamagne said it. He was like, "Yo, after seeing what Six Nine did, we need to praise Bobby Schmurder when he come out." Mm. I think that ran That's through true. a lot of people's mind. Like, you know what? Look at what Bobby did. Because what Bobby did is what you're supposed to do. But Bobby you don't, didn't get, have, you but, don't get clout for what you're supposed to do. But Bobby mm. didn't have one of the hottest songs out? Yeah. That was the yeah. hottest. It's a lot of rappers that fit that bill, though. Like who? Meek but Mill his, got his career, But his trajectory Meek, but was Meek so Mill quick. Meek Mill need any of that. He got flown out by his billionaire friend. Okay. To a 76ers game. That's so, valid enough for Meek Mill status. But G, with, with, with all those GS9 members, not all of them, just Roddy Rebel and Bobby Schmurter, whatever praise they got is understandable. They're not on Meek Mill level. Yeah. Because Bobby Schmurter was out for like not that long. And he had the one single. No, and not, Y'all forgot uh, that nigga career, bro. He had mad songs. Mad singles? Yeah, that was his biggest, that was had, his biggest hit, yeah, though. Yeah, the other one, hit. Bobby, bitch. That Bo- was it. Bro, he's yeah. Gonna have, yeah. <laughs> and I'm riding with the time. <laughs> that shit was fire, though. <laughs> uh-huh. That was fire though, but you're trying to say he's on the same level as Meek Mill? No, no, yeah, I don't know where y'all take this conversation. <laughs> no, I'm basically saying that he's Jack in Brooklyn. That's why. That's huh? a fact. Jack in Brooklyn. It's a respect. So you don't, you it's don't a think respect. The fact that's that why Quavo did it. A rapper from Brooklyn who came out and snitched and everyone hated him didn't have an, an effect on people praising people for uh, two people for being. Yeah, it definitely nah, did. Just it, bro, it had to. That's common sense. That's human nature. Oh, you did that, and you're the opposite. Okay, I don't like that, so I'm gonna show you. But you, you said up. there was other rappers you can compare to what was going on with uh, Roddy Rebel and Bobby Smyrna. You compared it to Meek Mill. But well, I, is it another said, rapper? Uh, bro, that means that my Roddy, thing is no, Roddy no one Rebel. was happy like that. Like these dudes are getting so much love. I, I sure Meek Mill friend. Showed him all those love, but everybody. I'm not talk, talking about rappers. I'm talking about the blog sites, uh, Breakfast Club. Every Joe Budden put the nigga as his fucking picture for God's sakes on his episode that he dropped because Bobby Schmurda is one of the biggest dudes but around the time. Shine was one of the biggest dudes. But when he went Shine, to yeah, bro. Wow, that's a I lot of this, rappers. I, I know. Who Shine, can I ask you a question? Why you get so tight? How long let me was get to my point? How long was Shine? Lo- I'm, I'm trying to understand for like your five point. Five or six years. You're five or for a six long years. Time. Sean was the hottest artist out. He was one of them. Mm. Why you so worked up? Shawnee dead ass ugly though. Sean. He's out in a. But I ain't gonna say that though. Because he really about to kill Charlemagne the guy. He in Jamaica, what? right? Who? Wasn't Sean about to kill Charlemagne the guy? Was it Sean? Boy headed dude? Yeah, he in jail. He was no. uh, Diddy. Yeah, right? They say he's, he's about to kill Charlemagne. Look Allegedly. it up. He, he's, really, he's getting tight at Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club, I think. I don't and think Sean was DJ, ever on the Breakfast Club. No? Yeah. Now you talking about he you was, talking right? about Fredo's Fredro Star. Fredro Star? Yeah, you yeah, talking man. about a nigga from from Knox or whatever that okay, um, yeah. thing is. But I guess what I was trying to say about Bobby Smyrna was that why are they getting so much love? And I think like it, it's a thing we're saying like Brooklyn New York City people are the coolest people. Y'all ever heard that before? Oh, okay. I think all these rappers, what does a rapper do? Other than rap, what do they sell? Yeah. They sell being cool. They sell being extrovert, extroverts. They sell being the life of the party, right? Right? And all the music good videos. To be around. Yeah. Exa- fun motherfuckers yeah. to be around. Yeah. That's what they sell. That's what all their music videos portray. Then you meet some of them. It's like, yo, this dude is weird. Like, this dude is not this dude on, on camera. And I think Bobby Shmurda and, and Rowdy Rebel 
when they when people hang out with them, I think they're like, wow, that's who we want to be. Like these niggas is really that lit twenty four seven. We're really that interesting. We really want to hang out with them. They're funny. Like what but, about Pop Smoke Death though? Pop Smoke too. I think Pop Smoke was the same nigga. But I'm saying Pop Smoke Death could play a role of how popular they are because they're well connected and in tune. They were yeah, they're relatable. Ooh, People related to popular? pop. I'm not saying popular. What I'm saying is Pop Smoke Death. Mm-hmm. Could play a role on why people are showing them so much love and respect. I think that has More to appreciation. do with it. I think the six nine situation has to do with it. I think it's sad for both situations, right? I think I was telling you this, like six nine was fuck what you think. He was one of the biggest rappers in the world. He was definitely the hottest rapper in the world. Pop Smoke was on that trajectory, and then you have two kids who was on that trajectory also. Yeah, right. Who unfortunately got locked up. Three of them being. In Brooklyn at the same time would have been murder. We could have created our own Atlanta rap scene and the Sleepy Hollows and the Chef G's and whoever from Brooklyn. The wow. what do they say? Rising tides lift yeah. all boats. Mm, they their mm. their status also would have been lifted by the, this three headed monster in New York City. Unfortunately, now Pop Smoke is dead. Unfortunately, now Six Nine doesn't even have a fucking foot to stand on in the rap game because no one respects him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's sad. For me Stop personally, I'm sad for Brooklyn yeah. rap because the the blueprint was there, bro. Stop the violence. The that's blueprint. all it is. All of it, all the Six Nine was involved in it. Pop, pop, they beefing with each other, the gangs. The blueprint is still there. It's just... I don't know because I mean you can't Atlanta, lose, you can't Atlanta, lose two stars like that and then still be kicking them. Nah, you're right, but you but there's still stars. What there. you mean? Like, you got people though. like Nas. I mean Nas from Queensbridge, right? But you got Davies. You know, you got people really in the industry from New York. But then you got you Fat have- Joe. I mean, these are old heads. What I'm saying yo, is, though, yo, yo, no, 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 but what I'm saying, though, is like Fat Joe got credit. Like, Fat Joe could connect yeah. a young kid with this person. But shout out to Kodak, you know what I'm saying, to reach yeah. his hand out. To, to both your points, when you said, do you think it affects people seeing those two different paths that people chose, the rappers, by mm-hmm. not telling and telling? Uh, shout out DJ Nick, who you had on the podcast. He's shout a Brooklyn, he's a Brooklyn rapper. Yeah, that's a really good podcast. I listened to him, and he was talking about that with the Brooklyn rappers and how they beef with each other and how it's sad. And he's a rapper himself in Brooklyn. He understands. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, honestly, bro, shout out to the whole Brooklyn rap scene. I know, I feel like I know Bobby Schmurder is about to come and set shit on fire. Yeah, I, cool. I hope. He's got that. And then maybe he'll be the new era of New York rapper mm-hmm. that really solidifies what New York is and it's a New York nigga you don't tell you come back out and you still make fire mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got the spotlight now everybody's tuning in for that's sure that's New York that's as New York as it gets right facts shout out to Bobby, um, Bobby Smurda about all this gang shit in Brooklyn though I was watching this video the other day and the the woos the woos and the choos he said this to me I didn't even watch the choos there's this like British guy one side of his hair is red, uh, blonde, the other side is brown. He's like, the woos and the chos, uh, uh, rapping over drill beats. <laughs> the dude, where, well, how do you know all from? about this Where's stuff? Where's he from, Vice? That's like gangland. I don't know. Yeah, I was Gangland on, Vice. I was watching on YouTube. He's hilarious. It's so funny that, no, the, exactly what you expect is hilarious. How does he know about all this stuff? Well, he studies it. Oh, yeah? The funny thing, I have a funny story about that is, Watching one of the Bloods and they where they have the guy break down the the jargon of like the gang terms and everything and it was like she had a baby which is called the blood drop and they do like the backdrop with the definition like typing like blood drop down. It's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Wait, the same she guy. had a baby, and they call it a blood drop. So what they, that mean? they're doing a, a documentary on the Bloods gang. 
But what does it's that mean? Slang. Though? What she does had a slang term, a slang term for when a woman who's affiliated with the Bloods has a baby by a Blood member. Oh, <laughs> that is hilarious. So that he's breaking hilarious. it down, and he's like making it seem like it's like scientific. They pause it, they put like the backdrop, and they type the definition. <laughs> it's like he says it's like blood drop when a female has a baby by a Blood affiliated member. And I'm like, did teach us something else? This is hilarious. You no. remember anything else? Oh man, that in in terms of like gang, that was. A, a funny story that I could say, but funny stories. Oh, I could tell you a funny story when I was in like <laughs> Yo, eighth grade, eighth grade, eighth grade. No, nah, I was younger. I might have been younger. Okay. And you know the term like cold turkey when you quit things cold turkey? Right. So I never knew the context of the term. Like I thought quitting cold turkey just meant you quit. At, like, no, no, no. People refer to it for smoking. So I always yeah. thought it was like whenever you you're smoking, stop smoking. No, when you when you're smoking, the act is called cold turkey for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, that guy's cold turkey. The the, so smoking? there was a kid and he was like smoking on the bus, and I was like, "Yo, what is that? Cold turkey?" Oh. And he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Yo, shout out to Jermaine up, just man? stepped in the building. What up, what up, what up? What's up? Where'd you want What up? No copy, but um. You thought smoking was cold turkey. Cold turkey, like That's sixth funny. grade. Yo, Paul, no funny shit. They always like before I met you. They always said like, "Yo, Nick and Paul is alike." That's some Nick shit. That's some dumb <laughs> shit. That Nick would have been thinking. Yeah, but kid. the story like he was looking at me. He dead ass blew the smoke out the window. He was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, and I, I was maybe like sixth grade, and I was so confused. So I was like, "I thought that was a term for it. why am I? Why is that wrong?" And then I realized why, and it was like, "Wow, I was dumb as fuck." <laughs> Yo, Paul, talk talk about what it's like being a black man who's not really black. You're Colombian, right? yeah, but I'm black. But in terms of what people would say, you're not African American, yeah, and people expect you to be African American when they see you. I feel like, but when but you, what does that mean? When you, what do you mean? What does that mean? In terms of my upbringing, it's almost I was raised by first generation immigrants, so it's the same mentality where how we look at society, you just work hard. So when people who get caught up in the color of their skin, they might, yeah, I grew up black. Other people may have judged me on the color of my skin, but I really didn't have that in my head. Because mm-hmm. I watched my parents come from the country, speak a language with an accent, work amongst white people in a world where people may say, ah, white supremacy and succeed to give me a good life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like that gives you a different outlook on how you look at everything too. But it's true, like it's a joke though. Like I didn't grow up black. Like I don't know some of the songs. Like I was saying, like at the barbecues, I just be fitting in though. I can slide in with it. <laughs> so what music you listening to though? Uh, honestly, I haven't listened to a lot of music lately. I just listen to a lot of podcasts all right. the time and like audiobooks. Not like Relentless, I just finished. That was a good book. Yeah, because uh, I heard you talk about it on the podcast. Jay West actually brought that up to us. No, Relentless. Where is that book from? I think that's I thought, from Chris DeJoria. Yeah, it had to be. Mm. I think so. But I thought you brought it up. I just remember it from the podcast, and I feel like I remember you bringing it up. But I just finished listening to it this week. What is that book about? Uh, about Michael Jordan and being a cleaner and a closer oh, and everything. Oh, that's, that's Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah that okay. Tim yeah. Grover, yeah. Michael Jordan's... Uh, right, that was a really good book. Really good book. Word. I liked it a lot. Especially, like, coaching and everything, because I'm going to be coaching. So that book almost gives you the guide on how to coach certain players who are great and already know that they have it in them. And the greatest coaches could do that for their players. They should know, like, I don't really have to say much to him. He's going to get it done. He's going to be the one that's going to lead my team on the floor because that's what it is when you're coaching. If you have good players, you have to know how to use them and how to let them just be themselves. Mm-hmm. What have you learned? Of, yeah, what are you? how long have you been coaching now? Psst, 
this is my first year. <laughs> really? But yeah. how long? Like for a few months? Um, I I had a job where I was like a youth soccer coach, but mm-hmm. it was like training. So now it's different. So I started off training, but I know the tactics of the game. So now this is where it all just comes together, like your knowledge of the game and also training players to like be fit mm-hmm. and train for the sport that they're playing mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, this is my first year. But I've always worked with kids. So I guess it's the same thing. That's why people love coaching. Because you're just working with people that are loving, like below, like an age younger than you. And it's something that you all have like a common goal that you want to win, you know? Mm. And you're interacting with people. So That's it's dope, the same bro. thing. That's dope. What do you feel like? What do you feel like you could bring? Because right now, everything is, you saying like your meetings and stuff are all. Yeah, yeah. So I had a couple of meetings this week for the season starting next week. So there's coaches meetings and refs meetings to get like updates on the rules and stuff mm. and what it is. So it's a different year, especially with the the pandemic and everything. So kids wearing masks, like what's the rule on that? So that's probably dangerous as fuck to play soccer with a mask on. They incorporate like, a water break. You know how it's a lot of people that died from playing soccer before, right? Like just from you do so much running, heat a lot of people catch exhaustion. like cardiac arrest and yeah. exhaustion and whatever. To have a mask on running a hundred miles yeah. in ninety minutes is probably dangerous as fuck. Yeah. Well, the half scene, but that's why they don't wear it in the professionals. For the so just let the kids yeah wear. For, yeah yeah for the younger kids <laughs> yeah, it works yeah for the younger kids it's thirty minute halves thirty five minute halves and it's with the mask on but apparently they're not that uh. The refs really don't care this year. <laughs> they do care. They do care. They but do they care. Understand, like, but they you understand. Need to breathe. You need to breathe. So the they have a water break as well. They incorporated it in like as long as you're staying a, a distance from the player when you don't have it on. I guess you slip your mask up. Wait, but hold it's on. interesting. Hold on, wait. I, it's interesting to say that. I least. try. It's a joke, but I feel like you and Malcolm should link up because y'all both coach football. Yeah. Right. They work well, together. No. Wow. You heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get oh, it? Link up? Uh, no. Football. <laughs> <laughs> football. Link soccer, up. Soccer. He, plays, he coaches soccer. He plays football. Football. Oh, you both play football. Football. They both play football. football. They're both football. football. Nah, I thought you were trying to put them on to each other. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> know, like, fire them on that. Get them dating. Did y'all ever see? It was a video <laughs> of a... It's either a soccer coach, <laughs> like an American an American football player. He went over to England <laughs> to coach soccer. Oh, Ted Lasso, the show on Apple TV? I don't know. Oh, there's where... a show on Apple TV. Ted Lasso was really good. That was another show that made me like really know I was going to enjoy coaching because it was a funny take on a coach that like almost didn't know because this is my first year. Of course, I have like expectations, but right. I was like nervous. So I was laughing because he was a football coach that goes over to England and he's a soccer coach. And he coaches a like Premier League team, so they oh, make yeah. it seem as if it was Yeah, it's a really good show. That's you should watch it. It's mad funny. It's Ted Lasso. He's from uh what shows is he on? Like Saturday Night Live or Ted Lasso? I don't know. Do y'all wanna J- watch Jason, this video? Jason Sudeikis is an actor. Lasso, Jason Jason sure. Sudeikis is an actor. It's hilarious. Hold on. I need I wanna watch it because I, I see a basketball coach? No soccer coach. He's a soccer coach. He goes to coach American uh, football. He thinks it's the same thing. In the, uh, but yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. Yo, no funny it's shit. It's a really good show. Yeah, this was dropped in 2013. I seen this shit mad long. I've been trying to no, find this. Sh- Ted Lasso came out this year on Apple TV. So you're saying that this is like uh Like he they probably just put it on Apple TV. Oh. This was been out. Oh really? I didn't yeah, know that. Bro. Well, that's why I just I... Oh. You never seen this one? So I They made this an actual show. Yeah, 
cleats, and you got helmets with masks on. Football in the States is my specialty. They have a different kind of football over here. Kick it! Circle them, have them put on their pads, and let's start playing. <laughs> <laughs> this show's Premier League table. Again, my job has got a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> no playoffs. Why do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love soccer, so don't slander the sport. <laughs> oh, shit. That's lit. Uh, yeah, does it though. Yeah, this is hilarious. They made a show. Huh? So, so this this came out in 2013. They made a show in 2020 with the same actors in the same league in England, but it was just a take, I guess, on this skit. And they made a full length show and they put other characters. So it was, that's that's funny that they did that. It's a really good show. It's funny. You learn. I'm about to watch that. Yo, it's a funny when show. I've seen this. I'm like, yo, it's this is the funny. first time I've seen like Connor. Like, you know, the sarcastic kind of mm-hmm. like comedy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've it, never really been exposed. This is like when I first came to America, I seen uh, that. But you're also learning, too, about a whole other sport. Because yeah. in the show, he's learning. But I, I'm biased because I watch and how this is man. <laughs> I, I was playing football at the time, and I just came from playing soccer uh, my whole life. Are you so playing soccer growing cool. up? I didn't know that. I'm nice, bro. Yeah, nice with the feet. We got to get you in the field. I like Malcolm. <laughs> You gotta get you to the field. No, I'm not. You never I'm gonna me. get a team. I'm gonna nah, get a men's league, a men's team, and just get everybody thinks we they should can play. do that. That would that would be very beneficial. I could put you in like you could be goalkeeper. Nah, I can't. <laughs> nah, but you'll, <laughs> you'll play with your feet though. You play with your feet. You'll get in the back goalie. and you can come up. I'm not a good goalie. No? I played goalie before. I'm too fat. So where did you play <laughs> when you played soccer? I was a defender. I was a yeah. Me too. Me too. Oh wait, you lefty? Nah, I'm righty. Oh, you used to cut in. On the, on the left side? I don't remember. He don't that. Yeah, like, yo, what are you talking like, about? Yo, I'm basketball. I used to kick the ball hella hard. <laughs> nah, but I grew up playing soccer my whole life, though. Yeah, no it's a funny, great sport. That was, I feel like that's why I was good at football, because my footwork was just so superior to everyone else. Your feet dexterity, using your feet wasn't like stepping over your feet. You're using it. Soccer is you're playing with your You're using your feet as your hands yeah. with your head. Yeah. But it's a chess match too Because again This is me being the biased coach Because I just love the tactics of it what, what do you think right Do you think soccer is the hardest sport and, and the reason I say that Is because in football You can start There's mad NFL players Start playing football yeah. at 15 And oh my god JPP right Or the guy who played basketball His whole life Pierce or whatever his name is And then became like A Hall of Fame NFL player you, you don't remember He played mm. college basketball His whole life And then he turned into um, Like a tight end for the Chargers, I believe. Okay. Who's Every sport has his like own, as much as physical, it's mental too. Antonio but Gates? Antonio Gates. He played basketball uh. all throughout college. Soccer, you can't do that. Soccer is a sport where not only do you have to play from a kid, you have to play in the right system as a kid. This is why American teams don't produce good. It's like, bro, you think about America, yeah. bro. You have millions of people, way more people than Brazil. Way more soccer clubs in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Why are they always better? I read a really good book and it explains exactly why. Why? Um, it was a coach and it was like 
called What's Wrong With Us, but like U.S. soccer, U.S. men's soccer. And he talks about even just the way that we use our country for qualifying. Because other countries, when you play in Mexico, they put us in the high altitude. So you're already playing to their advantage. All for international, just in itself. You think that's why? No, it's not. So that's just uh, one of the parts that he talks about. Us as a country, because we're so big, A, we should be able to get the best talent from all around the world, from all around our country, because it's so vast and the way they can play in different parts of the world. Like where you live can have an effect on how you play. Because maybe if you play in a more how to area like Colorado, you might be, your fitness is going to be better. So you think it's a fitness issue? No, not a fitness issue. It's definitely a, te- a te- technical issue as well. Mm-hmm. And the way the setup is as how we filter our youth through the system. Because what the book was advocating for was they, the Team USA should have a president who knows the tech, a technical director. So what it is to keep the youth in the United States progressing in a way where their skills are maximized. Mm-hmm. And make the decisions that have effect on the football field. Because the people that make the decisions, it's just about the money for them. And it's not about the smartness of the game. Like when we play in Mexico, they put us in high altitude. How can we play here? We put them in New, we played Costa Rica and New Jersey and we're not at home field advantage because the United States has a lot of Costa Ricans in New Jersey. So it was like a home game. And you think about that and it's like someone who's trying to qualify for a World Cup, why are you gonna do that? You should play Costa Rica in somewhere else in Colorado, right? Where it's high altitude, there's no Costa Ricans, and it's a home game for you. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna go to a co- who's gonna go to a game in Colorado? Nobody. Costa Ricans or Americans, Americans. Americans. So it's a home game now. So it's just little things like that, and I was like, that's very true. Imagine if you really cared about the sport to that degree, where it wasn't just, oh, we built a new stadium in in New York. We want to get the most money because we know that there we're playing Colombia. There's a lot of Colombians there. Mm. That's going to give your team a disadvantage. How mm. much money's in soccer? It's a lot. A lot there was some the corruption. There was some corruption. Sports? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh my god. The, the FIFA is the, not... the corrupt scandal was OD. You know the the, 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 pre- the president of the FIFA scandal is Trinidadian. Right. His name is uh you can look at Seth up Blatter, I thought it was. No, nah, his name is uh well, he, was well, he was one of a, he, he was, was a vice president. It. Yeah, he's involved um, in it. Um I forgot his name, but you he basically the reason why soccer is so corrupt is because there's not a league. This is well, just, FIFA is right. like it's the a league governing of the world. body. It's not a league. FIFA is not a league. It's a governing body, and because they have so many leagues that they oversee everything, they oversee the mm-hmm. fucking the World Cup. Everything It's just so much money being bounced around countries. It's so easy for okay. We'll we'll, we'll give Brazil the the World Cup bid, but just slide me a hundred mil and we'll all split it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, the money. corruption is crazy. Yeah. Bro. They they get fired so quick. A lot of the like the ex staff when I was coming from Trinidad yeah. they got arrested they tell they they're all politicians in their country that should show you how corrupted it is mm-hmm. like the uh, the guy from Trinidad he was a politician mm-hmm. to- just think about that shows you how global and worldwide soccer is as a sport that every country plays it and every country wants to get their hand in the popularity of a sport where it's yeah, well, corrupting it, government I don't think countries mm-hmm. want to get it and I think soccer just happened to be a sport that was played everywhere. And that's why, and that's why asks, it is so popular. It is the most popular sport. If you ask, soccer. I makes, can ask you a question about what's better between football and soccer. Like it's not even close. Football doesn't compare to soccer. It, I, don't, I don't think. Any you think sport, it's an American thing? Any no sport compares to soccer. It, it's number true. one, I the, agree. The 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 te- like I, as I explained, like you can be. 15 never played sports in your life and be the best football player in the league. You could be the best basketball player in the league. You're not doing that in soccer. You better had been grown up in a system with coaches teaching you all the, the, the different tactics 
for you to you be can't able just to pick do it that. up and be great. No, yeah. I disagree with that though. You could do that with anything though. You could pick anything up and just at 15 over something you've been doing since you've been two and just ended up being better at the thing you picked up at 15. Well, you it's also a matter of how much you work, but also how much you work. Too, it's too technical. You got to understand, right? Everything's technical, though. No, you no, don't no. Think but it has to do with understand what I'm saying. Th- th- no, this is what it is. Let me explain something to you. With basketball, with football, you what do you do? You run with your feet, right? Mm-hmm. This is regular life um, like uh, movements. You run with your feet, you use your hands to catch stuff. What's football? You run with your feet, you use your hands to catch up. Same thing with basketball. You run with your feet, you use your hands to catch stuff. Soccer, you're running while control. Yeah, you, as you, you said, you're using bounce, your feet as a hand. As you got to bounce a basketball, though. Which yeah, is but, but you're. Triple a basketball, which is not a lot of people are good at. So, what, to your point, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, but I just disagree entirely. No, 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 no. You can't disagree because you will not find a good soccer player that started playing soccer at 15. These guys are all indoctrinated from four years old. This is why America is trash at soccer because their players are not. In a way, their players are taught, yo, you could play football, you could play soccer, you could play every sport and different seasons. No. Lionel Messi was part of Barcelona at 11. What? Yeah, At 11. Yeah. All those players. This is how. This Let me tell you something. When Lionel Messi was 11 years old, they fl- he's not Spanish, but he has Spain. Um, uh, he has a passport because I, he had to go to that country as an 11-year-old. He went there, bro, because they knew visa. he was like, going to be so great at 11. Yeah. And you know why they sent him? Because they realized he was short at 11. Most kids are short at 11. Yeah. And got him human growth hormone treatment at fucking eleven. So the bar is just set so high. But is what yes. it is. You can't catch up to these guys. But it's yes. not that yeah. they can't be great yeah. at the so, no, yeah. Well, well, it's relative. Yeah, you could learn and be and, good, but you're not ever going to be right, on that you can't level. Be on in terms Messi's of being life. physically, in terms of being physically fit, and what would make you good at whatever age, his technical skills are just. You can play on the field with him, but you you'll see the difference in skill. It's like, just it'll be so very apparent, much, but that's what I also love about soccer because it's such a worldwide thing that that happened. A dude from Ar- a kid from Argentina was so good he went to Spain, but their club system has that mentality that you're going to play this way from the time you get they here. They teach you systems from the time you also. Up, the time you grow up, so their just technical ability of knowledge of the game is crazy. Like, like Barcelona that, is it, now, huh? Who does he play for now? Still Barcelona. Oh. But that's just what what it is for every country, and that doesn't happen here. But in all the mm-hmm. European countries, they have. Some type of football association. We don't have like a uh, the we football don't. association doesn't really care about developing young talent. Uh, Imagine we had a youth academy in every uh, state. I didn't mean to cut you off. A youth academy, and then the best from all those youth academies since they're growing up are going to play for the national team yeah. eventually. And also that that might even be a lost cause because now a parent is smart. If your kid is good at soccer, and you see that, you don't send him to the fucking shit in New York City, nigga. You're going to Barcelona. You're going to Chelsea. You're going. And, but why? And train but why would you kids. have to do that if you live? We pay so much money to be a global powerhouse that each. Oh, you can't be good. At that everything. we have someone that be you have like a coach in every state that knows what they're talking about because it's such a global sport, and they can develop youth in that state and then feed it to the system to like the top level clubs in the country and make the national team better. We have other sports that people do that with though like football and uh but like you we have you crazy amount of youth football programs crazy amount of ba- youth baseball programs but why is the world cup so important for example ballad that's a great point you just brought up do you know how they say like you look at quarterbacks kyler murray baker mayfield all these young quarterbacks go into the league now and dominate mm-hmm. off rip you know why 
because of the invention of 707. Mm-hmm. These quarterback skills are so high now. Facts. You can't start playing quarterback at 18 and be good. Mm. That's probably a good example. Quarterback. Yeah. You see how quarterback mentally there's so much you got to know and you got to have the physical ability to throw the ball crazy. There's no quarterback that was like, yeah, he was a basketball player in college and they just threw him at quarterback. No, it's right. not going to happen. What? You better You're be right. playing that shit at 10 years old. If we could say that we're something really good at developing as a country sports-wise, like athletes, yes, but for our sport, football would be a quarterback. Someone yes. that can play above, like overseas. If you are if you grew up in the United States and you learned football in that way from a young age, you can play football anywhere else because the game's so simple to you. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. And also, they have um, a system, I think. So, like, when Lionel Messi and them, they sign a contract with their, like, youth clubs in their yeah. local countries. And when Lionel Messi gets a $100 million contract from Barcelona, <laughs> a certain yeah. percentage of that naturally goes back to that little club in fucking West Bubblefuck, little-ass country in Russia or wherever this soccer player is from. Yeah. So, money is consistently being fed soccer, into these yeah. international That's also over. why the world, why, like, what makes the World Cup so important? If you think about it, the countries get behind it because it almost shows to the unifying of your country that you can get on the same page to accomplish this goal. But mm-hmm. what it takes to get there, you really have to buy into the fact that people are going to get a fair shot in the academies and there's someone that cares about getting them up to the system, things like that. But also the country gets together because it's a global community. Like For soccer to work here, everyone has to buy in. Everyone has to realize like, it's not about money. It's about these kids living a better life when they're in these academies and whether or not they come out of there. It's like college for them, but they're starting so much earlier mm. in the academies. They're going to school there. They're eating there. Most of them move away from their fame like Lionel yeah, Messi. Yeah. But move their within his country, they didn't them. have something like that. He had to go to a more developed country, in a, not in terms of soccer, to, mm. get, no, to get shown. Um, also, I was going to add to that. Soccer's been around yeah. long. They were using heads in yeah. like the Middle Ages to but, play soccer. What? Yeah. That's crazy. That's what I heard. Who knows if it's real? But <laughs> nah, that's it probably did. Real, right? It probably did. I mean, what did the Indians do back in the day with the... With the <laughs> <laughs> Indian. I'm like, wait, I'm from Trinidad. Why are you asking me that? I thought you meant like Trinidad The Coliseum. The Coliseum. Okay. Where they used to... That fight, fight, um, lions. Tigers. They used to put lions in there, and people were cheering it on. But we watch MMA. Facts. Mm-hmm. Shout out to yeah. soccer, though. I, I yeah. would, have you ever been to a World Cup game? No, but I've been to an international game. Mm-hmm. It was like my team qualified like a World Cup qualifier. I think it was. No, it was a uh, the Copa Libertadores. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tournament. It's a tournament. it's a tournament. It's like the South American Cup. Yo, send send a message to all the Spanish listening people out there. Let me hear something. Uh, what do you want me to say? Like, shout out to Nick. I, I'm going nah, you know, to I'm a, I'm a shout out the, the Nick and Mal podcast in Spanish so you right. can translate it. What's the, uh, you want me to say, escuchen, tiene que ver el Nick and Mal show. We don't but, know what you say. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. But we after you say, you, you got to say it in Trinidad. Oh, right now you go first and then you tell me what she said. What is it in Trinidad? We speak English in Trinidad. Uh, nah, you know Trinidad, Trinidad English. Speaking I never heard you speak Trinidad. <laughs> hey, whatever, what's the language? I don't want to sound English. English. Speak English. Speak They speak Patois? Nah, we wait, I'm waiting on you to speak, to speak, to speak this Spanish shit. We speak English in Trinidad, just regular shit. Yo, don't forget to like and subscribe to Nick and Mal page. No se olvide a suscribir y gustar el Nick and Mal show en YouTube. The Apple Podcast. Come on, there's a little bit of English in there. Yeah. Nick and Mal show Apple Podcast. Let's go. Say it in your accent. 
Yo, shout out to the nigga Malcolm. <laughs> 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 you on Spotify, all of that shit, bro. Self-literally, you know I'm not gonna do that, bro. Why not? Wow, so because you... I'm not turning my language into a joke. It's not a joke. Do it. He's speaking though. That's that's what he do. You speaking? We want to hear it, bro. Shut up. You know, <laughs> I'm interested. Like I like it a lot. Nah, I try I to decipher what you say I, when you're on Malcolm the phone with your mom. with me right now. He know that I doesn't do that, so I don't know why he's antagonizing me right now. I want to hear it. <laughs> I just want to hear him speak. That is. When I speak to my mom later, y'all hear it. You know what I mean? I was bullied. When I first came to America, I was bullied for my accent. So it's like, you know what I mean? That I makes just, sense. You I don't traumatized. Just play around with it. Yeah, for a fact. Respectfully. Respect. So why did you ask it if you know it was respectful? Because uh, uh, I didn't know that was loud You lied. Yeah, I, I told <laughs> that story on Easy in the podcast. Yeah, but I don't look at it as like, oh, he's getting trauma from that. Not yet. By the way, anybody looking at this, don't ever ask Nick to speak Trinidadian. I'm not going to do Now I know. It. But yo, Nick, say it though. Tell him, tell him, Nick. <laughs> tell him what? Tell your Trinidad followers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, shout out to all my niggas in Trinidad, man. Leon, hey. Levi, Auntie Kim, my grandmother. It's too much people to name. Y'all know who y'all are. I love y'all. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Y'all going to be on the Trinidad, on, on the Nick and Mal show talking crazy. Yo, we and we actually having one of my boys who I met in Trinidad, right? He was kicked like he was bad as fuck. Mm-hmm. He he lived in Brooklyn, bad as fuck, gang banging and shit. His mom sent him to Trinidad, right? He ended up coming to my class in high school, and this dude had the craziest American accent. We was all making fun of him yeah. for his American accent. Now he moved back to America, right? Now this nigga, I don't speak in my Trinity accent at all. This nigga they don't have an American accent no more. You feel me? Well, but he's still living in America that's full Trinity accent. I'm like, yo, how did that happen? <laughs> you feel me? That's so, weak. And we about to have him on the show, so I look forward to that. Let's go. Yeah. But Paul, we, we, we're happy to have you on the show, man. Yo, thanks for having me on. Did, did you get everything out that you wanted to oh, say? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you got the, more co- to the talk conversation about. was so we they, we talked about it a lot. Yeah. Too much to keep up with. That's why when I, when, I listen, when I listen back to this, it'd be like listening to a podcast I've never heard before. Really? Okay. Because I don't know what the fuck we talked about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dudes don't even have a full shout out to Nick and Mouse. Shout out another thing already. Shout out to the Nick and Mouse show, man. Shout out to the Nick and Mouse show. Shout out to the Nick and Mouse show. Nothing yeah. serious here. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what I mean? We about to have Malcolm's cousins, Jermaine yes, and Jawan in the yes, building. Sir. Nice Owners sprinters. of Nice Sprinters and a whole nice bunch of Nice entertainment. It's just nice, right? Yep, yep. Nice. All right, so look forward to that. Go tune into that after y'all listen to this. It's the Nick and Mouse show, man. You're it. Bow. <laughs> bow. The double Give him a bow. <laughs> Wait, do the intro. Do the intro. Now, let me hear you do the intro. Pow! What's up, everybody? This is Nick and Mal show. I'm your host, Nick and Mal. It's your boy. <laughs> one half. One half. One half. I'm the whole Nick and Mal. <laughs> How y'all folks doing? We got a great show for you for you today. We got Paul Squidward P this in the building. Oh, no, we really need that. Chatting again. about. Yep. Ever told on a nigga? No. Ever squeezed the trigger? Yep. Ever set a nigga up? No. Ever helped a brother out when he was down?